I didn't think there'd be vampires on campus. We must have been at about 40,000 feet when it happened. <gasps> what was that? You are the Slayer. One girl in all the world. Did anybody say that? Yeah. Guess what? I feel better. Guys, where are we? Hi, it's Patrick. <laughs> this is SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. You know, when that show was hot, I got a lot of Patrick quotes oh, really? being thrown at me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're like, it's Patrick. I'm like, I don't even watch the stupid show. <laughs> yeah. It was like slightly, I was like slightly too old for it, but a yeah. lot of people my age did watch it. Because you're, you're what, two, two, three years older than me? Uh, Yeah. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know Dave loves love spongebob squarepants and is always like <laughs> trying to reference it to me and i'm like eh. yeah i just i never got it i had a girlfriend who was really into spongebob as well and i'm like aren't you a little old for this <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> you know you love what you love and although our dance instructor yeah. last week made like a spongebob re- spongebob reference that i didn't get but dave did yeah what you just uh, what laugh laugh like spongebob yeah <laughs> no <laughs> he said something he said some quote that was like my pants are square no it was something that (laughs) somehow fit into like what we were doing but i don't remember what it was (laughs) spongebob square dance oh there we go that's a good one huh i don't want to learn how to you should say that next time i mean i guess your your next lesson you say hey i got a good one for you a real knee slapper listen to this one duncan (laughs) spongebob square pants adam or square dance square dance i screwed it up already oh boy (laughs) spongebob square dance <laughs> well like, i'm going okay. tomorrow so i'll uh i'll try to keep that one in the old noggin here yeah try to fire that one out see how it uh goes in the room you know yeah, yeah well yeah. Uh, welcome everybody this is kicking and streaming we're not actually here to talk about spongebob square pants no thank god thank god because <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if i could deal with that yeah but we're probably gonna get a lot of hate for that because there are a lot of spongebob a lot you of know. square pants lovers out there. Yeah, there's a lot of square pants. You know what? I'm not really there. threatened. <laughs> Come at me, square <laughs> pants lovers. <laughs> we are here to talk about Buffy and Lost. Yep. Uh and that's 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 what's the up. show. <laughs> <laughs> what are, how are you doing, Pat? I'm doing just great. Just great. Yeah. Uh quick update on my laptop situation. Oh yeah, please. It still sits on my workbench in a pile of despair. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's that's really so a sad. sad scene. Yeah, it's just sitting there like I can't be used anymore, and I don't know what to do. I'm throwing you my hands. Haven't totally up. given up on it yet, though. No, I haven't thrown it in the trash. So there's always that. I think once <laughs> once I get to the point of no return, where I get really frustrated one day just looking at it, it's gonna go. You know, it's gonna frisbee across the backyard. I'd be like, Ooh, no, yeah, or you can have a Ron Swanson moment and just throw it in the dumpster. Oh, yeah, totally. Although that's probably way more satisfying with a big like CRT monitor. Oh, yeah. Which Are they still CRT? Do. I don't think if, they. If they're monitors? I, I don't like think they. Like those old monitors like that? Is that CRT? Yeah, or those is are that CRTs, the big, the big fat ones. Those are CRT yeah. monitors. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know yep. if that was only a television thing. You know what CRT stands for? Oh, I used to. Shoot. Yeah? Um, oh, because you were a genius. No, probably because my dad told me. <gasps> yeah. Cathode ray tube. You got it, man. Fuck yeah. A plus for the day, Sammy Joe. Shit, yeah. Hey, my I dad got- will be so proud of me. <laughs> I gotta say. <laughs> Finally, no kidding. <laughs> I gotta say, um, today's a special day. It's a day 
after your birthday when this yeah, actually airs. So look at me, two I'm weeks in advance. You. Oh, yeah. Pretty good. Get covering my happy birthday before and after. Well, but you didn't I'm actually like in the say past. Oh, happy birthday. Thanks. <laughs> uh, right, I just said it is your birthday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like, it is your birthday. It just is like your in birthday. The office. Yeah, <laughs> I just acknowledge that it was your birthday. Yeah, from the past and in the future as well. So I wow. think that's. Uh, I feel very acknowledged. Thank something you. Something to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's going on with you? W- what are your updates? Well, I gotta say, this episode of Buffy that we're gonna watch, or yeah. well, we did watch and we're gonna discuss today, mm-hmm. um, very closely reflected how I felt after my second vaccine shot. Oh <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I was drawing a lot of comparisons to real life with this episode, with the, all the virus talk and the hospital stuff. It was all I know. Uh, yikes. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a little kind too of real. A stressful thing to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I mean, in more ways than one. Yeah, like the days that I was feeling the worst, it was mostly like the day after that I felt the worst. Um, And I like kept wanting to like text you and like send you gifts or like photos from this episode. But I was like, he probably hasn't watched it yet. No, I don't watch it till the night before. Yeah, so I watched it. um, I watched it before I got my shot. Mm-hmm. And then I watched it again today to take my note, like ah. between yesterday and today to take my yeah. notes. So yeah. So were you feeling ill while you watched this episode? The no, first because time I specifically did not. Because I I watched it before I got my shot. Oh, before you got gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, I specifically didn't want. I knew what was coming, and I was like, <laughs> I am not going to be watching this <laughs> while I'm miserable. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I didn't know because like. Most people that I know who've gotten their vaccine shots have been totally fine. Right. I mean, like even Dave, who got the same one as me, I don't Mm want to, I'm not going to say which one I got. um, Because it's so political. It's so political and, you know, whatever. People pass judgment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but Dave got the same one that I did and he was fine. Yeah. He was like probably a little bit tired. My dad got the same one as me and my dad is the only other person I know who had the same reaction that I did. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah, I was basically, um, I had a wicked fever and I never get a fever. Yeah. Um, I had a fever. I had the chills. Jeez. I had aches. I I was literally eating. <laughs> like, I didn't, it was one of those things where I don't know if you're like this when you're sick, but usually when I'm sick, I can't eat like a full meal and mm-hmm. I have to like, I just kind of like pick throughout the day. Right. That's that's what you do with regular meals anyways. Every time we go out to lunch, you get like a whole bunch of everything and then you pick a little bit from each Okay, yeah, uh, but I eat it all. You eat it all eventually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, like when I'm sick, I have like, you know, I'll I'll eat like six times a day or something, but it'll be just small things. Like I'll have like a granola bar and then like a yogurt and then like, I don't know, chips and chocolate or something because I'm not that healthy where i'm eating granola bars and <laughs> yogurt every day let's be real yeah <laughs> um yeah so i was doing that and like at one point i was so miserable with the fever that i was like oh my god we have mini cucumbers in our fridge and i ate half a pack of mini cucumbers mini cucumbers that's yeah. a strange uh... it hit the spot man <laughs> it really Just, hit the spot yeah this is just you what, know, what cool you needed, Cool as a huh? cucumber, cool, right? Cool as a cuke. <laughs> All right. You got to cool down with a cuke. But I also noticed something interesting. Yeah? What's that? I have not wanted to eat meat 
since getting my second vaccine what? shot. What? <laughs> so I'm like, are they making me vegetarian? vegetarian? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not a terrible side effect. No, I'm like, yeah. I mean, as long as I can make this be healthy, sure, I'm into it. Yeah. Hmm. I just like, I the idea no of like No cravings for charcuterie? Me, no. Mm, that's kind of made me like too. nauseous just thinking about really? eating meat. Yeah. That's interesting. Hmm. I know. I'll have to, I'll give you an update next week on if that's still happening or not. Okay. Probably not. It'll probably Health wear watch. off. Health watch with Sam and Joe. I don't yeah. know. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, I, uh, I'm excited to go through the same thing at the end of this week. I go for my second dose vaccine I know, as well. I probably shouldn't have told you any of this. <laughs> <until> <laughs> <it's> okay. after. <laughs> I'm at peace with, with whatever side effects. I, t- I took two days off in advance and I'm like yeah. just fully set up to expect the worst. And that's I pretty a- much what I did. I got a home theater waiting for me, of which I will just quarantine myself. Not that, you know, anybody will catch anything for me, but I got to quarantine myself, you know, just so I can feel better. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, like even like with my headache, I just I just couldn't I couldn't get comfortable. Like I did watch a whole lot of TV. Right. But I was (laughs) just stop you doing that. (laughs) But I was still like. I don't know. I, my eyes hurt. Like it yeah. just—it wasn't a just pleasant experience. It, huh? Yeah, but, but now, I will take it over getting a potentially deadly virus. Exactly. So you yep. know, all that to say, still totally worth it. Still hopefully. worth it, right? Even if I hopefully become a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good. Well, I'm glad you got the second dose and you're fully vaccinated, and uh, things are looking up. Yeah, we can actually hang out in person again soon. That's right. How exciting. How fun. You won't fun. be so afraid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid anymore. You hear me? <laughs> Just like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's me screaming at the virus. <laughs> uh, what uh, What have you been up to, Pat? You got anything new to report? No, I don't think so. Other I don't think your, so. Your computer woes? My computer woes never end. Uh, I visited the dermatologist today while we're talking about health health checks, nice. you know? Yeah, it's fun. Everything good? Everything's good. Nice great. annual check. Had a little thing on my foot and I was like, what do you think of this, doc? And she's like, totally normal. I'm like, great. How much for this? <laughs> she's <laughs> like, um, that is a potato chip. Yeah. She probably <laughs> looks at somebody like my age and she's like, this is just free money just coming in because it's like, you know. Well, don't really have much. You know what? I went to a dermatologist a couple of years ago because I had like a new, I don't know, something on my back. It was like kind of a, <laughs> it was like a mole, I guess. And I'm like, that was something. never there before. <laughs> so I freaked this? out because there's a history of um, uh, skin cancer, melanoma. Skin cancer. Yeah, yeah. Melanoma. Thank you. in my family, not anything bad, but like I just, you know, my aunts and uncles have had like a lot of things removed. So, yeah. so I freaked out and I went and like. The dermatologist like could not, could not with me. She was just like, yeah, you're young. Things are going to pop up and yeah. it's going to be normal. And I'm they like, don't, they okay, don't take well, us excuse serious. me for like <laughs> wanting to make sure I don't have cancer, yeah, right. lady. Also, aren't we just keeping you in a job here? Don't you, aren't, don't you want to be needed by people? Right. You know, depend, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't know. know how that works Yeah, because our, know. you know, healthcare system is crazy yeah let's just leave it at that but Mm -hmm. i so i don't know that more patients equal more money for them necessarily yeah i have to imagine at some point there's a break in there i think it equals more money yeah i think it must (laughs) i see the insurance breakdown i'm like okay i spent about 10 minutes in there and you got how much money okay that seems like a pretty good deal yeah yeah everything's good good 
Yeah. But I'm excited to talk about this Buffy episode. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is uh Man, this is, this is one. another one where I'm like You don't I like it, huh? Feel like I'm Yeah. I'm gonna I, turn you right around on this one, just like I the other episodes. You didn't like Ted, now you gonna. love Ted. <laughs> oh boy! Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is a good time. This is a all good right. One. Well, let's let's get into it then. All right. Okay. This week we watched Buffy season two, episode eighteen, "Killed by Death." <laughs> Which I love this title. Yeah, it's like I know wet, you would. It's like wet by water. I have well, I have trivia for you that hopefully will make uh, it better. Okay. Great. <laughs> but I, I knew I was like, oh, Pat's gonna make such a stink about this. What title. else would kill you other than death? <laughs> <laughs> um. So it's written by Rob Des Hotel and Dean Batali and directed mm-hmm. by Daron Serafian. Cool. Nice um, name. Your predictions. From last episode was that somebody's going to find the floppy disk and then we'll be able to recite the incantation to get Angel's soul back, but they need the orb of Thessala. And, you know, your predictions are always very rambling. So I'm trying what to... What are you talking about? Because you like you. have a whole discussion. You're like, well, they're going to find the floppy disk, work but it then out. they need the orb of Thessala <laughs> and then they need this. And then yeah, they're yeah, still going to figure yeah. out a way to get Angel back, but it's going to take yeah, a lot yeah, after yeah. all the ruin that he's laid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know how many predictions that is all rolled into one, but I just counted it as one. And then the I second would part, look I at counted it as, as a second. one prediction, but I would classify it as a compound prediction. Mm, it's okay. got, you know, levels and branches. Yeah. But it's one prediction. Okay. You know? It's all part of the same. You also said the angel will run away and go off to his own series eventually. He's going <laughs> to row off into the distance or sprout some wings and fly away. They're going to yeah. make him good, but he's going to say goodbye and he's going to leave. And you said that this season, this season finale will be his exit. Yeah, I think that's, that's right on. All right. All right. Well, we had a very big bad episode last week. Yeah. Huge right? big bad. So let's recap. Angelus murdered Jenny. <laughs> yeah, no mention of that whatsoever in this episode. Mm, that's not true. Oh, really? They mention it? It does get mentioned, yes. Oh, okay. Must have missed uh, it. Multiple times, actually. E- makes sense that yep. I would miss that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, here I am with egg on my face. <laughs> way oh, way to start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Angelus also destroyed their chances of bringing his soul back. He made a fish kebab of Willow's fish, as you <laughs> as you pointed out. Yeah, mm, you're making me hungry. Fish kebab. Oh. Do you I like fish? Have, I did just have sushi, but not See? fish, because I don't like fish. All right. Avocado peanut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Avocado peanut roll. Um. So we are back to Monster of the Week with this episode. Yeah, nice we are. breather here. Mm. Well, and it's a breather. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is one that I typically skip on my rewatches. Too scary. That's Not you. That it's too scary. I'm just like, you know what? Mm-mm. No. Too icky. <laughs> Doesn't appeal to me. No. There's no Oz. There's hospitals and right. flu and. Wasn't Oz missing last episode too? Yeah. What? 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 Where's this guy? Yeah, we haven't seen him since Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. Jeez. 
when he punched uh, Xander Mi- and then missing found an Rat Buffy. Odd, mi- missing in action. Missing in action. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say missing in Austin. It just it, it didn't make sense. It didn't connect. I, <laughs> I was going to abandon it, but you gave me a look. So I said it anyways. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we open on a wall. And this looks just like the wall that that girl was... Remember when the girl was running away from the frat house and she climbed over it? Yeah, same wall. That's what same I was thinking. Same wall, yeah. yeah. Where um, she vaults over it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> But this time, Buffy is trying to climb it, but she's having a little bit of trouble. And I'm also like, but why is Buffy climbing this wall? Why not? She's not escaping the frat house. Yeah, but you know, you got to keep your wall climbing skills, you know, tip top shape. Mm, well, hers are not that great today. Well, she's a little under the weather. Yeah, so she falls, not so gracefully, wipes her face. She's sniffling, moving kind of slowly. She hears movement and jumps around the Alpert mausoleum and nearly attacks Xander, Willow, and Cordy. Yeah. Uh, turns out Buffy's got the flu, and apparently so does half the school. Mm. So the Scoobies were trying to patrol in her stead. Yeah, that's nice of them. Yeah, but Buffy is very committed. She's thinking that if she's out patrolling, Angel won't kill anybody else. And then, of course, Angel... He shows up. Shows up for an attack. He knocks Cordy to the ground. Buffy pulls him back to his feet. She gives it her all, even with the flu. She's putting up a really good fight. But eventually, Angel overpowers her. He beats the snot out of her. Yeah, and he goes, "Uh uh-oh, this does not look good for our heroine. Mm-hmm. But Willow throws Xander's jacket over Angel's head, which is like, I just thought it was such a hilarious like teen fight move. Yeah. Just like take a jacket and like throw it over someone's head to like. <laughs> Discombobulate. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so, a good way to you do know, it. Because they, they don't have the strength on their side. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty funny. And then yeah. Xander punches him, like knees him in the face a couple of times. Yeah. And then they he, just, he really came on the attack. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, sort of throw their crosses up in his face, and then Xander tells him to take a walk over bite. Oh, wham, bam. Thank you, Xan. Very nice. Give me the eyebrows. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> um, Buffy gets up to protest and then immediately passes out. So back from the intro music, Xander carries Buffy into the ER, followed closely by Willow and Cordy. Willow calls Giles and Cordy calls Joyce and the doctor tells Joyce that Buffy is going to be fine when Joyce shows up later. Uh, But she wants to keep Buffy for a few days saying she still has some healing to do. They wheel Buffy down a hall and everyone, she's like on a a gurney. Mm -hmm. A gurney? Yeah, right? Yeah, gurney. Little wheelie bed. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So they wheel her down and uh, everyone's kind of like, you know, around her bed and she she starts to struggle she says that she wants to go home that she has to kill the vampires and she starts to put up a fight so the orderlies have to be called in to restrain her and the doctor gives her a sedative and giles kind of nervously looking around is like yes uh well we'll get those vampires later (laughs) and then he kind of looks at joyce and he says "Uh, here it's best to play along (laughs) (laughs) so good cover giles yeah uh joyce tells the gang that buffy hates hospitals because when she was eight her cousin celia died in a hospital and buffy was alone with her when it happened which is very traumatic for a young kid yeah would she have celiac disease oh i sorry pat i know very insensitive so insensitive (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but also punny. But also <laughs> great. Great pun. <laughs> when I see it, I just got to go for it, you know? Yeah. When yeah. you see Leah it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was way worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but also very funny. Thank Great you. job. A plus for the day. <laughs> Ooh, that's my second A plus for the day. <laughs> yeah, you're getting a lot of gold stars tonight. <laughs> um, so then this is when Joyce tells Giles that she's sorry about what happened to Miss Calendar. Oh, right. So, so this is when they mention it. Yeah. Okay. This is Sometimes the first time when the adults it. start talking in the show, I just kind of shut off my ears. You're like, you eh, know? you know what? They're I'm not like, as It's funny. like Charlie Brown. I like, womp, 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 womp. And I'm like, right. Well, well the second time it's mentioned, it's also Giles saying it. So I guess that's See? why you didn't. There we go. <laughs> you didn't yeah. pick up on it. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So Joyce is sorry about what happened to Miss Calendar. She says to Giles, you know, I know you were close with her. She also says that Buffy's been down ever since because like she never gets sick. But, you know, she's sick now. Yep. Then she calls Buffy's dad. Um, and Xander wonders if Buffy will be OK in here. And Cordy says, I don't know. Lizette got her nose done here and she came in looking for the Gwyneth Paltrow and it looked more like the Mr. Potato Head. Uh Uh-oh. That's not what you want. Nope. Then she says that Buffy may as well get that thing done. Apparently, (sighs) she has something on her face that only Cordy has noticed. (laughs) What is it? What do you think it is? (laughs) I don't think it's anything. I think she's just saying it. You think it's it's just like a thing? Like a a joke within the script? It's not like anything. Well, it's funny because... Uh, Charisma Carpenter actually has a mole on her face. I don't know if you've noticed it because that like... I don't think I have. (laughs) She has like varying degrees. She's like varying degrees of successful at hiding it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like some episodes, it's way more noticeable than others. Yeah. Um, So I'm like, this is kind of a silly thing that they're talking about. People with a distinctive mole, I see it a lot in celebrities. Mole, 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 (laughs) mole. I I I think it's a I think it's a way that helps the audience remember the the actress or actor. Like yeah, but she think, covers it up. You gotta think of like Cindy Crawford. She has a distinctive mole. Yeah. Like doesn't um doesn't even like Tom Cruise have something? Doesn't he have a mole or something? I wouldn't know that. Okay. I hate Tom Cruise. Right. I forgot about that. Wrong person to ask. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know the point I'm trying to make. I'm just trying to think that I think if you're an actor and you have a distinctive mole, I think it's an asset. Mm, well, Charisma Carpenter clearly didn't think so. No, she wanted she to cover covered it up. it up. Right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, nobody knows what she's talking about. So don't worry your pretty little head about it, Pat. <laughs> 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 While okay. she's obsessing over it, Willow and Xander are worried that Angel will try to attack Buffy in the hospital since it's a public building. Um, then we cut to the hospital at 2.27 a.m. Buffy wakes up to find a young boy standing in her doorway. Oh, this is your nightmare. is my fucking nightmare. Yeah. And I love when <laughs> I'd the... I'd be like, nope, I'm out. Take <laughs> me to a different hospital. Right. Close when the it, door. Whenever this happens, though, in films and TV, when the boy's just standing at the foot of your bed or in the doorway, he's always yeah. got like his head sort of pointed down. Oh, my God, like, right? His, and he's sort of looking at he, you. Yeah, yeah. His chin head to is... the chest, like, and he's looking he at you. Doing? Right, yeah. It's like I'm trying to hide, but not really. <laughs> God, he's fucking terrifying. Yeah. So also, scary. have you ever been to a hospital where they leave the doors open like that? Uh, no. Usually yeah, the doors closed, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. I think I would uh, prefer them to close the door. 
Yes. Yes. Especially if there's going to be a fucking child standing at my doorway. Yeah. I'd really rather that not happen. Right. You know? I agree. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, he's, yeah, his shoulders and head are kind of slumped. Mm-hmm. It's very creepy. Then he turns and walks down the hall, followed closely by a scary fucking monster. Okay? Dude. Yeah. This dude is creepy as hell. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's got a hat on, too. He's got a hat on. Yeah. So, he kind of looks like, he's like, to me, sort of like a better dressed Freddy Krueger. Minus yeah. the razor finger gloves and burned face. I was sort of thinking that too. I was like, definitely Freddy Krueger vibes. He also yeah. kind of looks like uh, the Crypt Keeper from Tales yes. from the Crypt a little yeah. bit with this like hat off, of course. Like if you merge those two together yeah, you and get then this you guy. give him a hat and a black mm-hmm. suit, Yeah, he's got an elongated nose and he's got like upward pointing fangs. Yeah. Like stalagmite teeth. Right. It's stalagmite is from the bottom. Stalactite is top. I looked it up. Yes. We had that discussion with Kathleen. We had that discussion in an earlier <laughs> we couldn't episode. couldn't figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he had like stalagmite fang teeth. Yeah. They are definitely overgrown. Yeah. And his got he's got like shoulder length white grayish hair and mm-hmm. like long fingers. He's scary. Okay. This guy. Definitely scary. Creepy. Creepy he's as hell. He's a creepster. Hell. Mm-hmm. This yeah. guy. And he does this like crazy maniacal squeal laugh as he goes by. What's it sound oh, like? I can't even replicate it. <laughs> I don't even. That's pretty good. Re- is, is it? I don't I feel like it's how something it went. close to that. All right, we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah, this is nightmare <laughs> nightmare fuel. Mm, oh yeah. Um, Buffy slowly struggles out of bed and into the hall, passing a janitor mopping the floors, and then suddenly we're in a flashback with eight-year-old Buffy walking down the hall of a hospital, passing a cart of surgical instruments, and she enters a hospital room. She goes to pull aside the curtain, and then we're back to 16-year-old Buffy in her hospital bed, and the clock strikes 2.27 again. Ah, this is the scariest time of night from about 2 a.m. to 4 a.m., the witching hours, scariest times of the night. This yeah. is when all the bad stuff happens. Yeah, nothing good ever happens after 2 a.m. Yeah, every time that's, I've woken that's up- That's uh, how I yeah. met your mother reference. Every time I've woken up in like a, a real scary startle where I'm like, oh man, it needs to be morning time. It's always yeah. about 3 a.m. That's when the bad oh, stuff shit. happens. It's oh when the God. moon's on the farthest <gasps> side of the earth. You know, it's the darkest before the dawn. It's re- always darkest <laughs> before the dawn. I've been a fool and I've been blind. Okay. What song I'm not going to keep singing that. You don't know what song that is? Uh, Celine Dion. Yeah, Pat. It's Celine Dion. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Celine Dion, but we're just going to keep moving because okay. you won't retain it anyway. All right. Uh, Buffy wakes up and sees nothing in her doorway. Uh, But she sits up anyway. (laughs) She pulls, no, (laughs) she sits up anyway. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Pulls out her IV and she gets up. And deja vu, right? Because she passes the janitor mopping the floor. Mm, Deja vu. What? Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) Um, She passes by some kind of, there's either a room or a hallway that has a weird green glow coming from it. 
Yeah. This is and like, then, uh, I, I thought Shining vibes. It felt very Shining. Yeah. Like, it was kind of like an overexposed treatment, right? Yes. Am I thinking of the right scene? Uh, no, the, the overexposed treatment happens in her flashback. Oh, that, that was when 16-year-old Buffy was walking around. What I'm talking about right now is when 16-year-old Buffy is walking around. Oh, okay. Around. Yeah. The, but the, it was an overexposed look? The overexposed look was when she was eight and doing the flashback. Oh, when she was eight. God, there's so many so many versions of Buffy in this. Very confusing. It's just two. She's 16 yeah. now, and she mm-hmm. was eight then. Right. Yeah. It's not that it's hard, a, Pat. Come on. A lot on. of timelines to follow, follow. hold here. <laughs> <laughs> it's two timelines. Okay. You know okay. what? No. Right. I'm not even getting nope. into this because okay. law, somehow you can hold in your head the lost timelines, but uh, this is too much for you? Well, this one uh, flashback <laughs> of one person all right. to I one fe- age? I'm feeling very attacked right now. Okay. <laughs> What's the S on your shirt mean? Oh, this? Mm-hmm. Uh, that stands for Skydance, which is the company that I won a competition with, and they send me this in their uh, swag bag. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's along not, with a hat, it's not too, for Sammy? but I covered up the hat. It's yeah, it's for Sammy. for Sammy. That's exactly what it's for. It's cool. for Sammy. I just wanted to, on your well, special day like after your hair. birthday, I wanted to present you with an S on my shirt Thank in you. honor of you. Happy Thank birthday. Thank you. I really appreciate it, it and I forgive birthday. you now for not... You're welcome. I know how Not much it means to you. Not knowing the Florence and the Machine song that I was. <laughs> oh, uh, Florence and the Machine! I know yeah. Florence and the Machine. It's uh, yeah, great band. Yes. Lungs. Okay. Yes. That's that is a connection of good some sort. Job. Thank you. <laughs> uh. Okay. So yeah, the overexposed was the was the flashback scene gotcha i'm trying to move quickly okay yeah all right so she this now in 16 year old buffy real time she's waking up she's going into the hallway she passes a security guard uh, she passes a weird green glow coming out of a room or hallway and then after she passes a security guard who kind of looks like he could be principal snyder's brother mm, right perhaps he is extended universe stuff mm, mm-hmm, like maybe it. Yeah, he kind of creeps out to to like watch Buffy, but she's already passed, Such and then a still, move. yeah, uh, still walking. Buffy passes two orderlies as they wheeled a child covered with a sheet out of the ward, and the orderly says, "Man, I hate when you lose the young ones." And Buffy peers into the children's ward and sees her doctor having a whispered argument with an older doctor. Do you want to do some lines with me here, Pat? Yeah, I do. But let me say really quick, I don't like dead kids stuff. Yeah. Like dead kids stuff or like kids in peril stuff really wigs me out. Gives me the Wiggins. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. I knew you would not like this episode for that reason. But you seem to somehow enjoy it. I kind of like this this dark creature that we got going on. He's kind of a good time. (laughs) This dark stalking creature. (laughs) I think he's well done. I think he's very well done. Um, So I'm going to be Dr. Wilkinson and you can be Dr. Backer. Oh, Dr. Backer, huh? Yes. All right, let's go. Okay, so this is what Buffy overhears. I'm just saying, step back on the dosage until we can analyze the results. There isn't time. I should think that would be clear to you by now. The normal course of treatment... They aren't responding to the normal course of treatment. Look, they're getting worse. Raising their temperatures is potential... 
Dr. Wilkinson, I have the consent of the parents. They're desperate. They don't understand what you're- You know what? If, if you have a problem with my methods, just take it up with the board. I have. Okay. Oh, powerful scene. Yeah, so Buffy turns away and finds herself in front of the little boy that she saw in her dream and a little girl. Creepy, again, just turns around and boom, they're there. Okay? They're there. That's that's what kids do. They just creep up. They got (sighs) soft feet. They just kind of shuffle around. They show up behind you without without a sound. Very silent. What's funny is Dave has been doing that to me a lot lately. Creeps up behind you? <laughs> yeah. Like, mo- it, I feel like it always happens in the kitchen. Like, I don't hear him coming down the stairs. Yeah. And that, meanwhile, like, you know, I'm, okay, I'm not half his weight, but I'm a, a lot. I weigh a lot less than him. And I come down <laughs> the stairs and I'm like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like, Right, you're all heels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and our cat is probably the loudest, and she's really? also probably the lightest. Yeah. Huh. Okay. She comes down, and it sounds like, I don't know, fucking... Elephants. S- like, yeah, elephants coming down. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's creepy. So mm-hmm. the little boy says to Buffy, he comes at night. The grown-ups don't see him. He was with Tina. He'll come back for us. And Buffy says, who? And the boy says, death. Death. Also, who the fuck's Tina? No, Tina was the little girl that they just wheeled out a little while ago. <laughs> yeah, tiny Tina. Um, then we go to a commercial, and back from the commercial, Xander is sitting in the hospital hall, diligently guarding Buffy, when Angelus comes a-whistling in with some flowers. Mm. So Xander mm-hmm. stands up to block him, and Angelus taunts him, but Xander points out the many other people who could stop him, including the security guard, cops, the orderlies, and then tells him, you're going to die, and I'm going to be there. Oh, real serious tough talk between these boys. <laughs> I like the stare down that they got going on in this hallway. Yeah. And Angel's like... It's intense. I guess he just realizes it's not really worth it at this moment, so he just fucks off. Yeah. You know what? Xander's got, Xander's got some courage. Yeah. After knowing what Angel is now capable of. Yeah. And he just stands up to him right there. He could have just snapped his neck right there. Right? That's mm-hmm. kind of uh, it's kind of gangster. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. A little bit. I like it. Yeah. Um, then we get another flashback of little Buffy and Celia. Celia is stuck under a pillow for avalanche, and Buffy, as Power Girl, Power rescues Girl. her, which I thought was really <laughs> cute. Yeah. Um, also, I kind of miss like building forts, you know? You still can. Why? Wh- why can't you? I don't know. I yeah. guess I sh- probably should do that. Yeah, scratch your day out, whatever you got going on tomorrow, and yeah, make it a fort building build a day. Fort day. <laughs> I build Actually, forts all the time. I'm going over <laughs> my friend Mish's house. Yeah. Um, and hanging out with her and her baby. So maybe we'll just build a fort. Yeah, you pull the cushions off the couch. Those make great fort building, you know, foundations. And then yeah. you use some sheets, and you can, you know, make the roof. Yeah. And grab a grab a tower fan, add a little ventilation. Oh, system. nice. Yeah. We My always use building. chairs. Chairs? And like okay. put, put blankets yeah. over the chairs. Yeah, but then you get a lot of wasted space and it's structurally it's not as, you know, sound. Like you got to have that you got to have that real solid foundation of the couch pillows, you know what I'm saying? Mm, I think it's structurally more sound if it's chairs. Okay, but what I'm saying is if your head hits it. Oh, yeah. It's going to hurt, right? True. That's true. Yeah. Mhm. So it's actually structurally less sound. Okay. All right. But you know what? 
Are you feeling very attacked again? Sound. (laughs) (laughs) It's much more soundproof. Yeah. So it's soundfully sound. Okay. Okay. Let's just move on. (laughs) Okay. Fine. We'll agree to it. But thank you for the fort building tips. I'll let you know how that goes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call me anytime. I got got tons of them. Okay. (laughs) Then we're back in Celia's hospital room with little Buffy who opens the curtain and sees Celia sleeping peacefully. Then 16-year-old Buffy wakes up and Dr. Wilkinson tells her her fever's gone down. uh, And so miraculously has the swelling from the boo-boo she got fighting Angelus. Yeah. Buffy's raring to get out of there, but the doctor tells her that they need to make sure her fever is gone because this is a strong virus she's got. Right. More morphine. Yeah. I don't think they were given that anymore. No. (laughs) That's a thing of the past. (laughs) They still give out morphine, don't they? Do they? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think they still give you morphine. If you're really in pain, I think they, they hook you up with some morphine. Is it morphine, though, or is it just some other... I don't know. Like, I'm serious... Just, I'm just making a, a guess here. <laughs> <laughs> we are not doctors on this we podcast. We are not doctors. Please write in and let us know if morphine is still used in current medical Jack, we world. could really use your expertise right now. <laughs> Son would be like, eucalyptus is just as good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, probably not. (laughs) Uh, all right. So yeah, Buffy, okay. Giles, Xander, Willow, and Cordy enter Buffy's room for a visit. Mm. Xander gives her balloons and Willow puts a stack of books and papers on Buffy's lap. And Buffy goes, homework. Willow says, it's my way of saying get well soon. Buffy says, you know, chocolate says that even better. And Willow says- I did all your assignments. All you have to do is sign your name. And Buffy says, chocolate means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. That's so sweet of Willow to do that all her homework so for sweet. her. Yeah. Uh, and Cordy, of course, brought her nothing. <laughs> but Giles brings her. Giles brought her grapes. <laughs> grapes in a bag. <laughs> grapes in a bag. He's just so like, nice. here you go. It just seems here's, very on here's par. Some grapes. Yeah. Which reminds me of my mini cucumbers. See? It's not crazy. Right. Just a fresh, cold fruit. Yeah, fresh, nice, cold, Wait, cucumbers seeded veggie. fruit. Yeah. Veggie. Veggie or fruit. Fruit? Fruit? Your fruit. Isn't it? <laughs> your fruit. Isn't it if, you, if it has seeds, it's a fruit? I don't- Cucumbers have seeds. I, I, but so I does squash. Know. How is squash a fruit? I don't you know, know. You know what? The more podcasting we're not a nutrition, we do- the, We're not nutritionists either. <laughs> the more I realize how uneducated we are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you can blame the American public education system for that. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank people? you, American education. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Buffy suggests that they take a walk or a roll, yeah. I guess, for her as she's in a wheelchair mm. so that they can get out of earshot so that she can update the gang on what she saw and overheard last night in right. the children's ward. With Dr. Backer? With Dr. Backer and Dr. Wilkinson? Wilkinson, Yeah, yes. Wilkinson, yeah. Okay. She tells them that she thought she saw something as well, maybe death. And maybe. Willow says, did it have an hourglass? <laughs> Sander goes, ooh, if he asks you to play chess, don't even do it. That guy's like a whiz. Wait, what's that? What, what's he talking about? Uh, I'll get I'll get to that at the oh, end. Okay. I have some trivia around that. I have some. Is this like a Microsoft Windows thing? Am I? Okay, I'll I'll just wait for your trivia. Just wait for the trivia. You gotta <laughs> okay. wait for the end, Pat. That's yeah, what we oh, call yeah. a teaser. A teaser. <laughs> <laughs> um, Buffy isn't sure that she actually saw death, but when Cordy tactically says tactlessly, tech 
Oh my God. Mm, Tactlessly. Yeah. It's a rough week this week. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't about you being afraid of hospitals because your friend died and you want to conjure up a monster that you can fight so you can save everybody and not feel so helpless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Giles is like, have you ever heard of tact? <laughs> um, Buffy says that it isn't related, but she's going to find out what it, what it is that's spooking the kids. Uh, and Xander asks what they can do to help. And then we smash cut to Xander and Cordelia poking around the hospital records room at night. Ooh, I like this episode. Do. Or I like this part of the episode. This, yeah. this scene here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why do you like it? Do you want me yeah. to keep going and then you'll chime Yeah, in? keep going. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're looking for the records of the little girl, Tina, yeah. who died last night um, to see what killed her. Mm -hmm. Cordelia and Xander kind of split up sections of the room and then the Snyder-esque security guard pops out <laughs> and spooks Cordy. <laughs> I like this guy a lot. I know you do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like him. Yeah, he's he's really funny. Mm -hmm. um, and then, so in the library, Giles tells Willow that he's doubtful there's a real monster lurking about. So this is a, this is where he mentions, you know, he's like, after Jenny, maybe she's trying to conjure something up, you know, like he kind of, he basically kind of agrees with Cordelia. Okay. Um, but he's like, you know, maybe it's because of Jenny's death. Okay. Um, All right. she's so stressed out or something. Mention of Jenny number two, which yes. I may have missed. Yep. Yep. May have. I think they like say it under the breath. They're like, oh, Jenny. No, it's, you know? I mean. the It's right there. You clearly were not watching at all for like a full minute and a half when Joyce and Giles were talking about Jenny. Let me Google ADHD real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but he, and Giles also can't think of any, any monster that kids can see, but adults can't. So mm. uh, then he thinks that maybe the kids are afraid of a real person um, that like the kids can see a tr the true face of this person but we can't um which kind of reminded me of billy in the nightmares episode like if mm. you remember he kind of made yeah, this manifestation yeah of right. a monster based on the um, yeah. coach the guy who looked like the toxic avenger yeah sure yeah mm -hmm. and then willow suggests that it might be quote the weird doctor uh stanley backer and decides to look him up Great name too, Stand Back. Like Stand Back. Oh, nice. Yeah. Didn't even think about that. Yeah. Like, oh, look out. Okay. Stand back. Cool. Mm -hmm. Back in the records room, Cordy is flirting with the security guard to keep him distracted <laughs> while Xander keeps looking. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the security guard is like, he's got he's some trying to show really, off. Really ludicrous <laughs> lines. <laughs> this is where all the action is, anyhow. Yeah. Fear is for the weak. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. So he says, Fear is for the weak. That's my motto. Either that or live in the now. I haven't decided <laughs> <Yeah>. yet. <laughs> He's such a cool guy. This guy rocks, man. He's spilling all the beans too. Like once once he gets his cool lines out and Cordy's impressed. You uh, know? Yeah, yeah. So then Cordelia's like, I bet you see a lot of tragedy. You know, like that little girl. <laughs> and he's like, in. He's like, oh, one of Dr. Backer's patients. Dr. Backer's a great man. He understands the real truth about children. And Cornelia's like, what's that? And he says, and he's like really serious. And it's mm -hmm. like a really, like they light it so that he just it looks like so mysterious. And he's like, sometimes they die. <laughs> sometimes they die. <laughs> so yeah. Stupid, this guy. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So 
Xander sneaks out with the file that he was looking for. Um, and then Cordelia follows out a bit later. And he asks her to bring the file to Giles so that he can stay behind and watch Buffy's back. Mm-hmm. And Xander, uh, Cordelia says, yeah, well, I've seen you watch her back. And Xander yeah. goes, what's that supposed to mean? And you know Cordelia, what it means, Xander. <laughs> I know, but I love it because she like, you know, explains it to him. She's like, well, I was using the phrase watch her back as a euphemism for looking at her butt, you know, mm. sort of a pun. And Xander's like, oh, right. Hey. <laughs> and she goes, well, you do. And then he's like jealous. And she goes, fine, watch my back. And he does while she walks away. Yeah, yeah. He just watches her. And then fun. he does the old turn the head and, and like, look back. down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> Very deliberate. Okay. He's like, yeah. she told me to. I'm going for it. Going for it. Yep. Yeah. And then he goes, and yep. I'm back. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to Buffy walking to the children's ward. Uh, she sees the little boy, Ryan, and goes in to talk to him. And he's drawing a super creepy picture of death. <laughs> it's <laughs> such a nice picture. These are like ones that your kids would draw. And you're like, nice. <laughs> but there's like little hairs sticking out of him. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> so detailed. <silly>. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Buffy, uh, what Buffy saw. So she looks at the the drawing and then what she saw the previous night flashes mm-hmm. in her mind. Right. The creepy, creepy as creepster. hell monster. Yeah. Yeah. And Ryan tells her that he'll come again tonight, but Buffy swears that she will protect him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the library, Willow discovers that Dr. Backer has gotten into trouble a few times. He Uh-oh. was reprimanded for controversial experiments, risky procedures, a malpractice suit that was dropped suddenly. Not uh, not good stuff. Yeah, it's all set up. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, in the hospital, Dr. Backer is in his office. Is that what you were thinking at this point? That It, it was is set what up? I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, I was like, this is, I've seen this before. They're they trying try to, to red they try to lead. Me. Yeah, they try to lead you down a road thinking one guy's the bad guy and yeah. there's some ulterior thing happening. They're not going to get you this time. Nah, me? I'm too smart for this episode, okay? <laughs> I know which Buffy is which. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> I definitely know when they talk about Jenny. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Can't, can't sneak of a detail past me. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, so then we cut to Dr. Backer in his office in the hospital, and he's researching yeah. and muttering under his breath. Um, he checks a specimen from his refrigerator then he reads a book on his desk and jots, jots down some notes. Burning the midnight oil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cordelia brings Xander some Krispy Kreme donuts, which I thought was nice. So she kind of like, after making fun of him for watching Buffy, she comes back. She brings him some donuts and sits yeah. down beside him with a magazine, which was very sweet of her. You know what? For me, yeah, this is all it takes to win me over. <laughs> it's all it takes. <laughs> yeah. But if I were Xander, I would probably proposed to her right there in the hallway i'm like you brought me coffee and crispy cream donuts yeah but then you'd have to kneel down on a hospital floor worth it for those crispy creams really and the coffee you don't know how much coffee means to me (laughs) well now i do now i know if i ever get on your bad side i'm just gonna mail you some coffee some donuts and coffee yeah and you'll be right back in my good graces okay that's good to know keep that in your back well, you know what they say: the key to a man's heart is to his st- through his stomach, right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah, hundred percent. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I don't know how I reeled in Dave then because I can't cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> I can bake, though. I'm a very good baker. Yeah. Yes. Um, God, I want some fucking cupcakes. <laughs> I sent I sent my uh, my stepmom cupcakes for Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, but I kind of ordered them a little bit late, so they just arrived today, and she called me to thank me for them. She was no, like, I didn't smashed. even have to open the box to know that they were from you. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're welcome. She's like, I'm so happy. And then afterwards I was like, fuck, I should have ordered some for myself. <laughs> oh yeah. Good I'm so selfless. <laughs> um, God damn it. It's too late to get any cupcakes anywhere. Amy made some cupcakes for Mother's Day. <laughs> and I got to eat them. <laughs> you made her, she made her own cupcakes. She made her own cupcakes. You're the and worst they were husband fantastic. ever. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably up there. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, you're you're great. I think I don't know. Well, you ask her. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to ask her. <laughs> I'll bring her in next episode. <laughs> nah, bad idea. <laughs> um. All right, Krispy Kreme donuts. That's all you need. Uh. Yep. Doctor Backer makes his way into the children's ward. Buffy keeps an eye on him from a distance. He stops at a child's bed. He takes out a syringe and he puts the drug into the IV. Then he hears creepy laughter behind him, but he turns around and he doesn't see anything. Mm-mm. And then he's intact by a vi- invisible monster. Yeah. And I was like, is this Invisigirl? <gasps> Visigirl back again. Yeah. Oh my God, she's back again. At least it's invisible to him. Right. Not to Ryan, who is watching from a few beds away as Dr. Backer gets claw sliced across yeah, she's the slicer. chest. Yeah, just Lisa. <laughs> Bringing that back. <laughs> Bring that sound effect back. Um, I'm pretty sure I stole that from Dave. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, you gave him credit. So good yeah, one, Dave. So just Lisa. Just Lisa. Uh, yeah. And then we hear some more gross flesh ripping noises. Mm. And then Dr. Backer is thrown into the hall near Buffy. Um, and she's pushed back when she tries to go uh, to like help the doctor and then he's dragged away down the hall by the invisible monster so he uh, dies here i don't know pat do you think that maybe after the scene they mentioned that he died do you think that's yeah. maybe a mention that you d- yeah i'm pretty sure the way that you're asking this question i think that <laughs> Feel they talk about again, it pat? uh no description nope. for this episode sammy is very aggressive and attacks <laughs> pat multiple times yeah throughout this episode makes him feel like a real dumb dumb <laughs> got a lot going on in this brain you know <laughs> you should know. see my notes they're very very detailed i just got a whiff of popcorn oh oh no popcorn monster is gonna come out real soon no i need it bring me the popcorn bring me the popcorn <laughs> that's you <laughs> oh no <coughs> oh boy Help look me. what we've done god damn it i want popcorn now <laughs> i will not rest <laughs> <laughs> i know this is gonna be bad <laughs> okay anyway i gotta i gotta run through this now because i gotta yeah. get some fucking popcorn yeah, yeah yeah don't ask me anything don't ever interrupt me i gotta well, just run okay. through this no promises, but <laughs> try my best. Next day, Giles tells Buffy Tina died from the fever, but she was improving and then suddenly deteriorated without any apparent cause. Hmm. But Buffy assures them that it wasn't Backer. She said, this thing killed him and not with kindness. <laughs> um, and then so she tells... <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> she uh, hands Giles the drawing, uh, Ryan's drawing, and yeah. Giles goes, is this your work? I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. fucking love this scene. It's, it's a beautiful <laughs> artist rendering. She's like, no, it's a kid's. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of uh, that movie Wrongfully Accused. Did you ever see that with no. Leslie Nielsen? Okay, so there's a quick scene. Basically, Leslie Nielsen draws like oh, an imaginary, boy. an imaginary um, suspect on a piece mm-hmm. of paper, and it's ridiculous. It's just like a guy with like a bowler hat with like a flower coming out of it. He's got like a mustache and glasses, and it's just ridiculous. He's <laughs> like, it looked like this, and then they they're like, ah, perfect. And they pull a guy who looks exactly like that. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. That sounds right on par for <laughs> Leslie. Oh, it's so funny. You have to see Wrongfully Accused if you haven't seen it. It's so I haven't. Amazing. Oh, All right. So funny. That'll be my homework. Yep. <laughs> um. So Joyce walks in and she says, looks like I interrupted a secret meeting. And here's another, you don't know the half of it, ma, kind of moments. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> she tells Buffy that she's been cleared to leave, but Buffy feigns not feeling well and says that she needs to stay. Mm-hmm. So Joyce is like, okay, I'll go talk to the doctor. And the Scooby gang divvies up responsibilities. <laughs> I like this. <laughs> what? When they when they divvy up who does what. Yeah. Yeah. So Giles um, and Cordelia are to ID the monster, but Giles is not happy about how he has to <laughs> deal with Cordy. <laughs> Uh, Willow helps Buffy Willow's going to help Buffy snoop around Backer's office to look for clues uh, and Xander will remain on sentry duty guarding Mm -hmm. over Buffy slash the hospital eating donuts drinking coffee yes and that night Ryan checks if the coast is clear so we see him kind of poke his head out of the children's ward and sort of like look around in the hall Yeah, and he goes back in Buffy and Willow are looking around Backer's office and Willow discovers that Backer was trying to inoculate the kids with a controlled dosage of the same virus that they already had, yep. raising their temperatures to burn the fever out of them, which hmm. was starting to work, she discovered hmm. from Backer's notes. Um, and then in the library, Cordelia is like a petulant child as she keeps pointing to monsters in a book that Giles is flipping through. And she's like, what's that do? What's yeah. this one do? What's this one do? <laughs> <laughs> and Giles finally snaps and is like, it asks endless questions of those with whom it's supposed to be working so that nothing is getting done. And yeah. she goes, there's a monster for everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My thoughts exactly, Cordelia. <laughs> so it's funny because as I was finishing up watching this today, um, Dave was was like cooking and he he was like from, from the kitchen. He heard it and he was like, the writing in the show is so great. And I was like, <laughs> I know <laughs> he's definitely enjoying it way more this time around than he did yeah. like the first time I made him watch it. That's because he can uh, enjoy our commentary along with it. Right. Yes. He's not listening to the podcast. <laughs> no, he is. He's just very behind. Yeah, he's not listening. Yes, he is. Well, Dave, you're well, going to you're gonna have that's to write right. in and defend yourself here. Yeah. Good luck. <sighs> <laughs> um, Cordy closes her own book, and on the cover is the monster. Monster. And she calls Buffy to tell her that it's called Der Kinderstad. Ah, Kinderstad. Der Kinderstad. Kinderstad. Der? 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 That just means the, right? Der Kinderstad. Yes. Der Kinderstad. Which is so German, German for child death. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. Hmm. But well, they, you know what I do like? They say that. 
in the episode. You know what I do like, though? <laughs> what? <laughs> I do kind of like the Kinderstad style. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I like the hat. Yeah. I like the, the sleek. The, like, sloping walk. The, like... Yeah, he's got, like, a swagger, you yeah. know? And he's got, like, this trench coat, you yeah. know? Yeah. like his teeth are upturned. Yeah, Kinderstad. Very different. Kind of a kinder stud. Am I right? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, Sammy Joe. Why didn't Wham. I see this coming? I don't know. It led you right down that alley. <laughs> gotcha. Damn it. Pund you. Can't believe <laughs> uh, And she, so Cordy tells her that he feeds off of, the ch- of children by sucking the life out of them. And mm. then it looks like they died because they were sick. Jeez. Then Giles gets on the phone and adds, Dirk Kinderstad gorges by sitting atop his prey, pinning it down helplessly. Then he slowly draws out the life. It must be horrifying for the victim. And then Buffy has another flashback, remembering Celia screaming and thrashing as yeah. Buffy watched, but she Buffy doesn't see anything and she is like unable to help. So Jeez. that was pretty traumatic for Buffy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, then she hangs up with Giles and tells Willow that, well, actually Willow technically hangs up with Giles. Um, but Buffy tells Willow that it was Dirk Kinderstad that killed Celia. Like she's figured it out now. She's kind of put it all together. Yeah. Dirk Kinderstad. And then she also realizes that she has to be sick with the fever in order to see Dirk, Dirk, Dirk Kinderstad. Oh boy. Yeah. Dirk thought Kinderstad. I had this. Oh, Dirk Kinderstad. <laughs> <laughs> so they go back to Dr. Backer's office. Buffy grabs a test tube from the fridge, opens it, and almost downs it. But Willow yeah. stops her, telling her that that would kill her in an instant. Yeah, good thing she stopped her, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they need to dilute it first. So she pours water into a beaker and then puts in a single drop. Um, but then she adds another after Buffy's insistence that it work fast. And mm-hmm. Buffy drinks it. And then moments later, she's struggling down the hall, supported by Willow. And I asked Dave about this whole thing because he's a science guy. You know, okay. he's a molecular biologist. Uh-huh. He works in a science lab stuff. that does disease screening. <laughs> something. Yeah, sure. And he something. says, I was like, okay, level with me. Is this... How legit is this? Can I drink some virus and then see a Kinderstad? He's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) No. That wasn't the question? (laughs) That was not the question. I was just like, how realistic is this whole thing happening here? Um, And he says that it's pretty simplistic, but it kind of checks out that this would work. So Probably depends on the virus. I'm sure there's a, a fast acting virus that works within minutes. Well... The virus will probably need to be more diluted, and Willow likely would not know the right ratio of dilution. Mm. Um, but it, but she's he did also very say, smart. She is smart, and yeah. she played doctor. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which we we she's just skipped over that scene, but <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, he did say that it would probably take Buffy like eight hours to actually get sick. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's usually between eight to seventy-two hours. It, oh, okay. Like from your first exposure to a virus um, oh, okay. to when you actually feel sick from it. So it wouldn't be within minutes, most likely. So it would not be within minutes. Okay. But for the brevity of the episode. it Yeah. So, know, but, it, you know, I was like, okay, acting. that's close enough, you know? Sure. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffy and Willow look into the children's ward, but it's empty. 
I should also say that when I was sick, I did not see Dirk Hinderstad. Well, that's good. Yeah, if I had, I would be like, you know what? It's time to move. We clearly live on the Hellmouth. <laughs> <laughs> you would move? Yep. Would you try to fight the Kinderstad? Um, I mean, if it came at me, yeah. Yeah. I would try um, to engage with him in uh, style talk. I'd be like, so where would you say you got this cool jacket from? Where is this hat from, sir? Yeah. Do you think maybe I could try it on just for a second? Just for a second. Just just to see how it feels. <laughs> yeah. Imagine bringing like a 8 by 10 of the Kinderstad to a stylist and being like, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got your Halloween costume picked out, Pat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dirk Kinderstad coming October 31st. I'm sure 31st. your children will love it. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think they'd ever recover. <laughs> I don't think I would ever recover. Amy would never recover. This episode is almost too much for Amy while she was watching. She's like, it's too scary. Oh, really? <laughs> Poor Amy. Oh, she's, she's got to fucking buckle up then. Cause oh, yeah. She wasn't ready for what was, what was going to happen some here. There are wild yeah. episodes coming oh. at you. Well, even the rest of this episode, it gets... Uh, whew, it's, oh, yeah. Uh, should I like give you a warning when I think an episode's going to be too scary for Amy? Or are you just going to nah, like let her? Nah, let her... <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Because I, oh, there's one that I'm thinking of that she's yeah. going to be like, nope, can't really? do this one. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not for a while though. Okay. Uh, we cut to the basement under the hospital. Um, oh, I don't know if I said this, but Buffy and Willow look into the children's world. We're, we're, ward. <laughs> <laughs> but it's empty. Werewolf. <laughs> Werewolf. Uh, we cut to the basement under the hospital where Ryan is leading the kids. Yeah. Um. So trying to trying to escape their Kinderstad. Yeah. Um. Back at the children's ward, Buffy's fever ramps up, and she's starting to see Dirk Kinderstad looking for his little kid buffet. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> That's what Cordelia called it earlier. Uh, he notices Buffy staring, and he kind of like gives her old hat tip. Yeah, and then, he's a real gentleman, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, tip of the cap there, lady. Gentleman is right. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Put a pin in that. Okay. Um, then uh, he goes through the basement access door because, you know, it makes complete sense to have a basement access door in the children's ward, Pat. <laughs> well, yeah, you got to have quick access to the basement, you know, in most rooms. <laughs> Especially yeah. the children's ward. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Um, Buffy tries to follow, but the door to the children's ward is locked. So mm. she can't even get into there. Um, and the virus has made her too weak to like bust the door like she'd normally be able to. Uh-oh. You know what I was thinking though? What? Like she could have kicked the whole virus thing and she should have used her, um, used her Jedi mind force powers like she did with Invisigirl. I know. Yeah. Like because actually then she like, had her just strength. like throw a blanket over him or something. Yeah, throw a blanket. Here's the thing, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got to carry like either one of those little blankets, like tarp things that you can just like fold up and put in your purse or just like one of those tiny little bags of flour. You know <laughs> what I she, mean? So you yeah, can just she like- Yeah, just dust him with a bunch of flour. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't even know that he is corporeal. Excuse me? Like if he- if you would even, if the flower thing would even work, mm. Corp- corporeal means like having a body. So it would go right through it maybe. Yeah. It so like, I don't ground. know, like with Invisigirl, she was still there. She was just invisible. Right. But if you can so, punch him, I would yeah. think that 
flower would fall on. Well, him. but she could punch him because she could see him. Oh, we don't know okay. if she could right. punch him before. Perhaps. But I guess like, I don't know. Let's go with that because I think that makes the most sense for this episode. Yeah. Okay. We're okay. backwards engineering the rules of this. <laughs> you know, that's that's Buff, what you got to yeah. Uh, so then Dr. Wilkinson, Wilkinson sees Buffy trying to get into the children's ward and she tries to bring her back to her room, but she yep. shakes her off and then the doc calls security and then we oh, cut yeah. to our friend, the security guard showing I'm up. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Lock we can load. do this the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Real tough talk. Um, and there's another security guard with him and Buffy looks at Willow and Willow starts to yell, frogs, frogs, get them off me, causing a distraction while Buffy limps off. Mm-hmm. It's a good distraction. Yeah. And the doctor's like, not her, the other girl. <laughs> Fucking idiots. <laughs> Fucking useless security guards. Oh, and she throws trying. at him. He's trying, you know. <laughs> she doesn't, That none of that happens. No. Except for the frogs thing, and that's that's real. Okay. Uh, Buffy rounds a corner. She finds Xander. She tells him that they need to get to the basement where Dirk Kinderstadt is creeping around, and the kids are trying to hide, but ah, there he is. Oh, I like it when he's creeping around in the basement. He's sort of like feeling the wall. Ooh, he's all backlit. He's like... Ooh, this just made me think of another monster that's like too much. Yeah? Another Buffy monster? Yeah. Yeah. It's the one that I can't handle you can't it's the one that i cannot i can handle many things mm. in this show but this oh. one so it's oh. a lot of this like yeah that. it's a lot of like oh okay no, yeah yeah you don't oh, do well with that stuff just, just wait just wait <laughs> <laughs> it's that's way 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 further on getting okay, excited anyway get excited <laughs> um oh, i feel like i can smell still smell popcorn and i'm okay all right <laughs> I'm Der. Take it easy. Der Poppenstad. Der Poppenstad. Der Poppenstad. <laughs> I smell Der Poppenstad. He is the scary uh, popcorn demon who That's roams me. at night, I'm tempting you for popcorn. <laughs> I am Der Poppenstad. I just, I just put my creepy hands in through the window and I take your popcorn and I walk away. <laughs> Where'd my popcorn like, go? Ah, uh, well, you know. Der you don't eat the popcorn is, the right uh, way. Der, der Poppenstock <laughs> will, pop will get your popcorn. <laughs> you know the myth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Buffy and Xander make their way to the basement as I gave up and started just writing DK, but I was like, I'm going to say Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong throws Ryan aside. <laughs> yeah. No, Dirk Kinderstad throws Ryan aside like a bag of day old potato chips. <laughs> and then he... Those are still good, I would argue. <laughs> well, unless it's open. If it's nah, an open even bag. If it's open. Well, you got a chip. Depends on the bottom? brand. Are we going chip clip or no chip clip? You got a chip on your shoulder? Mm, if I do, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> You're dirt chip and stud. I am dirt chip and stud. <laughs> Hello, oh welcome to Kicking and Streaming. I am dirt <laughs> pop and stud. And I am dirt <laughs> chip and stud. This is a way better marketing plan oh than what boy. we came up with. We are very silly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this uh, episode's going off the rails. Off the rails. Okay, and wait a second, because then Dirk Kinderstad traps Ryan on the floor and his eyes come out. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're like little little hand they're like, suckers. 
little hand suckers coming out of his eyes. <laughs> and then they come in towards poor Ryan. They bug out yeah. and look like, yeah, little like <laughs> sucker down. things and yeah. stretch down and like yeah, little they... tentacle eyes, <laughs> hands, things. <laughs> so yeah. gross. So yeah. Gross. And so they, they extend towards Ryan's forehead as Dirk Kinderstadt is like starting to drool and like licking his lips. He's like, yeah. yeah. I was like, this is very gross, scary, disturbing. Disgusting. Effective. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Very effective. (laughs) Very effective. Yeah. Uh, At what? Just scaring the crap out of the audience. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So then Buffy swoops in and hits Mm. Dirk Hinderstad with a pipe. And they battle as Xander leads the kids to safety and then comes back to see Buffy getting beat up by what looks like nothing. (laughs) Shaslamma. Shaslam. Shaslinga. Um, Donkey Kong notices Buffy would be... (laughs) Just kidding. Drakinderstad decides Buffy would be just fine to eat since his child buffet has been taken from him. But Mm. she snaps his neck. From buffet to Buffy. Am I right? Hey. Hey. (laughs) Uh, She snaps his neck. And then Xander catches her as she almost passes out. As an and audience member, though, I was like, away. a little too soon to be snapping anybody's neck. I thought so, too. I was like, oh. This is this, kind of is a this memory. the method we want to use? Yeah, that we don't want to relive quite yeah. yet. Give it at least three episodes before we snap anybody's neck. Yeah. Okay? Yep. But that being said, kind of love that she snapped this guy's neck. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, uh, Very it's pretty effective. boss. It's pretty yep. boss. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to Buffy's room where Joyce is waiting on Buffy, Xander, and Willow hand and foot. They're very oh, demanding. Man. This is Xander's fantasy. Yeah. Come true. Yep. There or... he is laying on a bed in between Buffy and Willow. Well, actually, I think Willow's like on the floor-ish. Yeah, it's his fantasy or a Xantasy, if I okay. may. Mm, yeah. You may not. I may not? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> um. Joyce hands Buffy some mail and then she opens it to find a drawing from Ryan of her murdering Dirk Hinderstad. That's so nice. <laughs> His neck sliced off and blood pooling all <laughs> yeah. around him. And Joyce is like, oh, nice. Yeah, put that up on the fridge, Joyce. And that's that. Mm-hmm. That is killed by death. <laughs> wow. Yeah, what an episode. What a roller coaster. Yeah, so I didn't like all the virus stuff and the hospital yeah. stuff. Kind of gives me the willies. Don't like mm. kids in distress. The flashback mm. stuff with Buffy, I think, is just disturbing and not really, you know, I think it paints a little bit of her past, which I guess informs her current character. Um, but with all that, the Kinderstadt is kind of the bee's knees. <laughs> Der Kinderstad yeah. is so spooky. It was kind of love at first sight for me when I saw him. I was like, man, like, this yep, guy. This is it. Well designed. Yeah, I only yeah. go uphill, uphill from here, Pat. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, there well you go. Well done, monster of the week. Mm-hmm. Me likey. Maybe they're not all uphill, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The title of this episode, oh, are you ready for some trivia? You got some, oh, hit me some... with the trivia. That's okay. all I got for a recap. So the title of this episode, Killed by Death, is a Motorhead song. So that's where it comes from. Oh, okay. But what does Motorhead have to do with anything? I don't know. That's just where the title of this episode comes from. All right. They're getting lazy. 
these Raiders. <laughs> Joss, Joss Whedon or whoever uh, just liked this Motorhead killed song. Killed by death. I love that song. Well, the lyrics are kind of uh, weird. Dirk the Kinder's first dog. thing is something like, if you squeeze my lizard, I'll put my snake on you. Okay, that sounds vaguely sexual. Just vaguely. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, because I'm like, huh, do I know this song? And I just like Googled, you know, the lyrics and I was like, yeah. mm, don't mm. think I know this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, right. The script, this script was actually originally planned for the first season before um, Angel became evil. Okay. But they moved it here. Yeah. And they included them at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Many people think Dirk Kinderstad might have been inspired by Freddy Krueger. There we go. However, Joss Whedon says that this character was based on a thing that creeped me out as a kid. Hmm. Which um, thing? As with many monsters on the show. I don't okay. know. He just said a, this thing that creeped me out as a Did kid. Did he see his own Dirk Kinderstad? Maybe. Oh, Okay. Maybe it just came to him in a nightmare. Scary. So Xander referencing death playing chess. Um, I was also like, this feels too on the nose. Like this feels like it's got to be a reference to something. So I looked it up mm-hmm. and I believe I'm, th- this is actually not in the trivia, like not trivia that I found. Like I just looked it up myself. Yeah. Um, but I feel very confident about this, that this is a reference to the Swedish film, The Seventh Seal, which was Uh written and directed by Ingmar Bergman, Mm -hmm. in which a knight returns from the Crusades to find his country ravaged by the plague. He encounters death and Mm -hmm. challenges him to a chess match in order to keep his life. Ah, yeah, I think that checks out. Yeah, I was like, this feels pretty legit. Yeah, nice. Um, You should should add it to uh, Buffypedia. Oh, yeah? Can I do that? Can I add it to IMDb? I don't know. Maybe. You must be able to submit them, right? I would think so. All right. I'll look at, I'm going to maybe do that. Oh my God. How cool would that be? That would be great if we made Buffypedia history. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't keep your names there, but. Yeah. Can you add my name to it too? I said they don't. I don't think they keep your names there. Well, just like work it in, like put it in parentheses or something. Just like Sammy and Pat. At the end. Yeah, like Sam, Sammy and Pat found like out. Kicking and streaming. Yeah, yeah. Like just a quick shameless plug. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that would make it. Yeah. They're I'll, not really you know checking. what? I'll get back to you. I'll let you know. All right, cool. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Willow's fear of frogs is brought up again. Is that a real fear? From like for Allison Hannigan? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. But It was, this was the second time that her fear of frogs was brought up. Oh, right. Frog fear. Yeah. Yeah. Remember she was dreaming and mm-hmm. talking about frogs. <laughs> I have She's frog like, don't fear. don't warn the tadpoles. And then Giles <laughs> woke her up and was like, uh, I don't warn fear. the tadpoles. And then she says, yeah, I have frog fear. Yeah. Yeah. I love frogs. Yeah. That's the situation. Cool. That's, That's the way the cookie crumbles. Mm-hmm. Now, Did I ever tell you my story about that phrase? No. You want to hear my story about that phrase? Yeah, I do. <laughs> All right, real quick. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was in second grade. Okay. And I went to my friend's house. Yeah. And he said, let's go to Pizza Hut. And it was right around Easter time, right? Sure. So I got real excited. I feel like I've told you this, but maybe not. I don't know. Got real excited because who doesn't love Pizza Hut? 
And this is back in the heyday of Pizza Hut. This is in the 90s. Okay, yeah. And the heyday, I loved it. Yeah. Red brick Pizza Hut, like old school Pizza Hut. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the best, right? I mean, I also loved Little Caesars back then, so. Okay. Well, you're dead to me. (laughs) (laughs) I think I mostly liked it for the breadsticks. Sure. You like the pizza pizza guy. Yeah. Anyways. So we go to Pizza Hut. Hanging from the ceiling in Pizza Hut are all these little plastic eggs. Oh, God. Okay. I got really scared for <laughs> or a second. Or as you would call them, eggs. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> so they're hanging from from strings, right? And yeah. the game was- Where were, where were they? Were they in a big, ro- a big room? No, they're like in a building. You know a Pizza Hut building. In a room? Building. Well, yeah. It's Did a, you step it's, into it's a room? A, it's a larger space. Yes. So anyways- the 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 eggs are hanging and inside each egg there's a piece of paper that tells you whatever you won so each one contains like a little prize and most of them are like small cokes you know free slice of pizza anyone can just reach up and grab an egg yes how does it work only one only one per kid or something okay i don't know if it is i don't know if it's restricted to just kids or if everybody was allowed to grab one but anywho so the whole time we're eating we're trying to search out which one we're going to grab. So I see one that's sort of over the planter. And I'm like, no one's going to go for that because that's hard to get. Yeah. So we finish our Smart. meal. My friend goes for one that's sort of out in the open. He grabs it. He opens it. And it's, uh, I think it's a small Coke or something like that. Free small Coke. And I was like, oh, okay. It's nothing to shake And I grab one. I grab the one over the planter and I open it and it says, free Easter basket. And I was like... A basket? I was like, that's boring. We have tons of baskets at home. My mom keeps them on the on, the, on like the the cabinets. I don't really care for a basket. I'd be what? happier with like a Coke. Well, have you ever had an Easter basket before? Yes, I've had Easter baskets, but but it's filled with things. Okay, all right. So this is <laughs> not they like weren't a free explicit. basket. They weren't explicit in the details. It just said Easter basket. Okay, okay Pat. All right. But, you know, so, how old were you? Anyways, I was seven. Okay, mm-hmm. I wasn't very smart. Yeah, I could see that. All right. So, <laughs> feeling very attacked again. <laughs> Yokes so, on you, Pat. <laughs> so, my friend turns to me and he goes, hey, uh, I don't mind basket. You want to swap? And I said, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, my friend was fucking smart. <laughs> All right, quit talking him up and quit talking me down. The <laughs> story sorry, isn't Pat, going I the way you. that I wanted. <laughs> and so I go, oh, yeah, sure. So we swap, right? We go up. I grab my free Coke to go. And then he turns his in and they go, oh, congratulations. You won the grand prize or whatever. Yep. And they go back mm-hmm. in the back of like the store and they come forward with this gigantic Easter basket, which is like filled to the brim with chocolate bunnies and the little eggs that are that are bubblegum, which are my favorite, and all these other things, Smarties, all the candies. And it was just this giant basket covered in plastic. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that's what it was. I said, can, can I swap back? And he goes, nope, you traded, and that's final. And I was like, oh, the, okay. Your friend said that? My friend said that. Mm-hmm. No no takesy-backsies with this kid. And then I said, okay. So I acknowledged that. I was an idiot. And I said, can I at least have the little eggs that are the bubble gum? Mm-hmm. And he said, nope, those are mine. And he says, 
that's how the cookie crumbles. What a jerk. <laughs> yeah, I never went over to his house again. <laughs> I was going to say, you never saw that kid again. Yeah, and Chris, if you're listening, that is not how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> <laughs> you jerk i am so that sorry that was my basket <laughs> you could have at least shared the gosh heckin trying not to try not to get overly passionate here it's uh 20 something years ago <laughs> but come on you know what i'm saying yeah oh woof. wow yeah i'm very I had a sorry really that hard childhood <laughs> <laughs> but i mean you know eggs yeah, on I your know. face pad yeah oh yeah i think i'm very aware okay <laughs> i think i i i but that uh, kid's a jerk for not giving you anything thank you that's all i'm looking for yeah the kid's a jerk took that my easter basket at least give me the eggs yeah little bubble gum eggs you know what he probably did with them he probably threw them away he's probably like, I don't like, even like these. flushed them down the toilet yeah he's like, he was like <laughs> <laughs> and if then that he was a whole today, plate of cookies if that was today he yeah. would have sent you a uh tiktok video of him flushing them down the toilet and was like this is what i think you're such a toxic environment these days pat yeah. bohan yeah i know it was so bad uh, well hope you liked him loser hope you choked on him <laughs> no you didn't he was still in school <laughs> what's he up to these days don't know i don't remember his last name it's a oh. long time ago <laughs> well if you remember it let's facebook stalk him and you yeah, know. I totally will. And I'll send him a message. How are those eggs? And he's like, who are you? What are you talking about? He's, Probably doesn't he's working remember. at Pizza Hut now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yolk's on you because Pizza Hut are all Pizza Hut Expresses now. They don't even have the actual restaurants. They don't even have Easter They don't even have eggs hanging from away. the ceilings anymore. Back in their heyday. <laughs> you, were, you were sold a lie, sir. We should okay. say. Yeah. Working at Pizza Hut is totally legit. We don't yeah, oh, mean yeah. to disparage anyone. Hey, I worked at McDonald's. I worked yeah. at uh, movie stores, which are now bunk. I worked at Radio Shack, which is now bunk. I worked at Borders, which is now which bunk. Is now bunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Most places I worked uh, went went uh, sideways. <laughs> yeah. I worked at yeah. Claire's. I think they're still around. I worked at G4 TV. They're not around anymore, but they might be coming back. Oh. Yeah. G4 okay. TV? Really? Isn't that the like game show? The, like They had all the like crazy game shows? Not game uh, shows, but the like ac- video game shows. Video game shows. <laughs> yeah, like, and they also some played kind re- of game shows. <laughs> they also played replays of Cops a lot oh. and Ninja Ninja Warrior uh, that started there. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I didn't even know they had gone. You worked there? That's awesome. What did you yeah. do? Yeah, I was a uh, intern. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I played video games for the show X Play. What? Yeah, and I got to be in uh, a couple of their skits. That's the dream. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. That's when I lived in L.A. I'll tell you the story someday. You lived in L.A.? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my All right, God. We ready this to is get something I've never heard about you before. <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke that never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, let's talk about Lost. All right, let's get into Lost. So this is Lost Season 2, Episode 3. This one's titled Everybody nope, it's Hates. episode four. Why do I do this? You did this last time, too. Are you sure you're not just adding one 
to whatever I say every week just to throw me off? Um, I'm adding one to whatever you say every week because you're wrong. Because <laughs> you're always one behind. All right. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Let me double check for you. But I, yeah, because number one was Man yeah, of Science, right. Man of Faith, then a drift, four. then orientation. You're then, right. Yeah. When so, you're right, you're right. Okay, Sam and Joe? When you're right, you're right. And you're right. You're keeping me honest. All right. So this is Lost, season two, episode <laughs> four. Everybody hates Hugo. Original air date is October 12th, 2005. Written by Edward Kitsis and Adam Horowitz and directed by Alan Taylor. So, predictions. Predictions. Uh, I predicted that the backstory would be Hurley. (laughs) But (laughs) that's because I saw the title pop up. Right, yeah. And my other prediction was, you know, pretty loose one, which... I thought was for sure going to be right and mm-hmm. wasn't. <laughs> I was like, this is an easy prediction to make. Uh-huh. Uh, Hurley will raid that pantry for show. I think mm-hmm. he'll finally come clean about the numbers. So okay. neither of those things happen. <laughs> well, at the beginning of this episode, I bet you were like, I am so right. Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah. And they pulled, pulled, uh, pulled a fast one on you. So this episode opens with a close-up on a record playing. And we find Hurley in the food storage room with his mouth agape looking at all the food. And then it's quick cuts of him walking around opening boxes and finding chocolate bars. And he's eating chocolate bars and ripple chips and drinking milk. Ripple chips? Ripple chips. Yeah, like rippled potato chips. And it's got the ridgies. Like ruffles? Ruffles? Yeah, ridgies. Chips? I never heard them called ripple chips. Ripple? Well, isn't Ripple like a brand of, of Ridgy Chips? No, Ruffles is. Ruffles? Ripples? Look it up. <laughs> okay, I'll look it up. Is, it, is, this like a, is this like a northern New England thing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I have know, it in my mind that I they're called that Ripples. Ruffles is definitely one. I wrote Ripples. <laughs> Ruffles has ridges because their Ruffles have ridges. Ruffles. Yeah, Ruffles. Okay, Let's I'm see if look Ripples up Ripple Chips. There. Come on. <laughs> It's got to be something. Ripple? <laughs> if it's not, I'll be very surprised. You're right. See? Ripple chips. Old Dutch. There you go. Old Dutch ripples or Utz ripples. There you go. See? Ripples, ridges, whatever Crispy you want to call salmon them. salmon skins. Ruffles. It's all the same. Ruffles is a brand. Apparently, Ripples is sort of maybe kind of one. Yeah, it's probably a, a offshoot of Utz. Yeah. Okay, Did so you... and then he finds like a, a full <laughs> steak dinner within a box. Mm-hmm. He also eats ice cream, and then Jin shows up. So in okay, the I'm kind of right. Yeah, because he di- he raided the pantry. So let's give me that one. Mm, but did he really though? Yeah, for no, a little he didn't. bit. No, this oh. is a dream. Oh, that's right. This is a dream. Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my next note is, oh, okay, this is a dream. <laughs> Yeah, because, it, I mean, the thing that g- gives it away immediately is he pulls out a full steak cooked dinner out of a box, yes. like on a plate. It's like, what What do they just have those made just waiting in a- I must not have noticed that. Yeah. See, you miss things too. I miss things in Buffy. Mm. You miss some things in Lost. I made yeah. a mistake. <laughs> I missed A plus steak. for the day again. <laughs> you are getting so many gold stars tonight. I'm like triple A. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so then Jin shows up in the doorway and he says, hi, Hurley. And then he turns around and he's like, dude, you're speaking English. And then 
Jin says in perfect English, she says, no, you're speaking Korean. And then suddenly there's a chicken mascot man standing next to (laughs) Jin. And then Hurley in Korean says, what's he doing here? And then we start hearing the countdown blip sound start up from the computer. And then Jin says, everything's going to change. And then the dream blends into real life where Kate's voice comes out of the chicken guy's mouth. I don't know if this ever happens to you in dreams where you start to hear something in real life yeah, and it sort of inserts itself into your dream. Yeah, I definitely have that sometimes. That that used to happen to me a lot when I used to have the um, alarm on when I was a kid. Oh. (laughs) No, I'm very very clean cut. No drugs here. I know, me too. (laughs) We're so boring. (laughs) We are. Uh, but yeah, I remember my alarm going off like, and then like it's something would happen in my dream where it's like a truck going by or something. Yeah. 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 That hasn't happened to me in a long time, but I definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, uh, Hurley wakes up and it's Kate saying, Hurley, waking him up. Hurley was dreaming. Kate wakes him up and reminds him to punch in the numbers in the computer. They, someone said, have a cluckety cluck cluck day. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Have a cluck 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 day. Yeah. <laughs> the I probably was the chicken mascot. Yeah. Because I just wrote my note is have a cluckety cluck cluck day. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That was very important. I should have wrote that down. Um, so Kate you. wakes him up, reminds him to punch in the numbers. And then Kate says, Jack told me about your job. At least we have jobs again, right? And then Hurley says, hooray for us. And then he presses the execute button, resets the computer to 108. A lot of talk about jobs in this episode. That's sort of uh, sort of what we're exploring is mm, jobs. Is that true? Very I did not get that. that <laughs> yeah, this I is totally a missed that. very hidden subtext <laughs> of which you might not have picked up. And I'm here to tell you that that's what we're talking about wow, in this episode. thank you, Pat. Thank you. You're welcome. You're I feel, welcome. Look, I feel very attacked. <laughs> Yeah, I figured you wouldn't pick that up, so I'm helping you out, all right? (laughs) So uh, back to the squirrel's nest, the ground prison. The Rafties (laughs) chat, and Michael worries about his boy, of course. Sawyer says, well, let me break it down for you, Mikey. Right now, Rampina and her buddies are trying to figure out what to do with us. Until they make up their damn mind, there ain't nothing we can do. And then the lid to their little ground, ground prison here opens, and the shirtless man throws a rope down, and Rambina, Ana Lucia, she shows up with a gun and threatens them with, with the gun <laughs> and asks Michael and Jin to grab the rope and come out. But they leave Sawyer down in the pit, who mm. isn't very happy about that. Yeah. And then it cuts to black and he says, bitch. And well, then we no, get the first lost title. he says, <laughs> you want me hot lips? You're going to have to come down yeah. here and get me. And then they right. close the cover on him. <laughs> and then he goes, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Hot lips. Hot lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Say what you will about Sawyer. He's got some, uh, he's got some wild nicknames. He's very creative with the nicknames. He is very creative. You're right. Yeah. So we get the lost title, and then after the title, we flash back to Hurley winning the lottery with the numbers again, which we've seen in a previous Hurley-centric episode. Mm-hmm. He passes out, and then his mom slaps him back awake, and she asks <laughs> what happened. And he I really says, like oh, his mom. oh, his mom is a firecracker. She's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. It must have been something he ate. And his mom is pretty harsh with Hurley, though. She tells him he has to exercise, and Hurley says, I do exercise. And then she says, falling down is not exercise. (laughs) The only time you move is to lift a drumstick from the bucket. 
Every day, it's the same thing. He'll go, you work, TV, chicken. You have to change your life. He'll go, you think someone will, else will change it for you? Maybe if you pray every day, Jesus Christ will come down from heaven, like take 200 pounds and bring you a decent woman and a new car. Yes, Jesus can bring you a new car. <laughs> What's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I I'm love like, her. man, she is, she, she is harsh though, you know? <laughs> She's like she's like very sarcastic, which yeah. I find hilarious. Me too. <laughs> but she's not being nice. No. It's not a very loving motherly thing to do. Um she and then Hurley says, Well, maybe I don't want to change. Maybe I like my life, which is kinda sad. Yeah. You know. Because, you know. But then the phone rings and then Carmen goes, Oh, that must be Jesus and she goes to pick up the phone <laughs> and she says, Hola Memento. Yes, it is Jesus. He wants to know what color <laughs> car you want. <laughs> so funny. So good. Yeah, it had me laughing. Ugh. So and then on the beach, Charlie approaches Hurley and Charlie wants to know about the hatch and what's in it, and Hurley doesn't give up much. So Charlie says, You've been out there an entire day and night looking at nothing? And Hurley says, well, I guess it's kind of like a bunker, you know, from World War II, only newer. And Charlie's like, what's in it? And Hurley's like, I don't know. He's playing stupid here, mm-hmm. this old Hurley. So Charlie gets really mad at this. He equates the conversation to the one they previously had, where Hurley lied to him about winning $150 million, according well, to Charlie. <laughs> well, first he goes, uh, you're going to lie to me? You're going to lie to the baby? <laughs> All right. Like, You're gonna lie to the baby? <laughs> and like they show a close up of the baby. Yeah. And like he cares. Yeah, and Hurley's like, dude, look, I never lie. And he's like, right. Oh, the time you told me you were worth 150 million dollars. Right. So Hurley corrects him and he says it's 156 million. Yeah. And then Charlie goes off again. He says, I'm sorry, I must have confused it with a nine hundred trillion I'm worth myself. And this baby's made of chocolate lollipops. So if you'll excuse us, I'm going to flap my wings and fly off this island. <laughs> so angry i love it when charlie gets mad he gets all worked up god he gets so incensed (laughs) he's got a way with words though it's so witty it's great i love it so and then we cut to rose rose here she is finally she's been missing in action for a while and she's back she's hanging laundry on the beach and hurley approaches her you want to do some rose lines with me yeah we do all right i do just me. <laughs> <There's no laughs> me, myself, one. and I. <laughs> um, all right. So let's just do the whole scene. We'll start with, uh, wait. Should do you I be Rose be, or do should I? you want to be Rose or Hurley? <laughs> I'll be Rose. <laughs> all right. I'll be Hurley. So I'm going to start with, hey, Rose. Hey, yourself. So doing laundry, huh? Indeed I am. You want to hand me those dirty clothes over there? Thank you. Don't you want to know what happened? What happened? You know, out there, everyone's asking me what's in the hatch. That's your business, honey. Don't you want to know? Well, whatever it is, it's not going to help get this laundry done now, is it? Well, actually, it sort of is. Yeah, and when she said that, I was like, <laughs> there's there's the laundry machines. <laughs> there's what a laundry are they? washer and dryer. <laughs> what can I think of them? <laughs> there's a washer yeah. and dryer down there. Right. They'll yeah. have like actually clean clothes. Right. Not yeah. salt crusted clothes. <laughs> salt crusted. <laughs> yeah. Like all stiff, gross. I know. Yeah, I know. So I'm sure that'd be a, a real time saver. So Hurley and Rose walk through the jungle. Um, I love how nonchalant Rose is. 
with everything in this episode. Like, she's so cool. She's just like, she goes with the flow, like, better than anybody on the island. Like, everybody's sort of incensed about something and, you know, upset and overly emotional. And she's just kind of, she's zen. She is so just... Chill. Chill. It's like, man, let's be more like Rose, everybody. Well, it's like Hurley used to be like that, I feel like. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Not quite as chill. Yeah, I think he's he wants to be chill, but we've seen him wig out a few times. Yeah. <laughs> since everyone's got their buttons, you know? Yeah. But we haven't seen roses yet. Hurley and Rose walk through the jungle and Hurley's like, It's sort of around here somewhere and he walks through some brush to a door. The front door to the hatch, which we haven't seen yet. Nope. So this is kinda exciting. This is what it looks like. We haven't seen it? I don't think so. I've seen yeah, I, I, I guess think we've, we've seen, seen like Kate run of off. It. Yeah. They go into the hatch, and then, of course, when they enter the hatch, I see, like, there's, like, a lot of water dripping down in the hatch. A lot of wetness inside the hatch. And the first thing that came to my mind is, like, I'd be really worried about the mold in the hatch. Like, that can't be good for you. Unless they got, like, a dope dehumidifier in there that's really taking care of business. Maybe. Dave and I were working in our basement, like, cleaning it up over the weekend, and there's, like, one part... The basement isn't finished, um, but there's one part that's like a little bit more finished, I guess. Like the it, the concrete is like painted. The other side is like, uh, you know, like a workroom, you know, kind of like where all of our tools and stuff is. You got your are. bench. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The main area, we have a humidifier constantly going. Dehumidifier. Dehumidifier. Yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to make it wetter in the basement. No. <laughs> <laughs> we were cleaning up stuff in like the not main area, the like workroom area. And there's just, we definitely need to like clean our walls really well. Like there's just some stuff that has started like a little <laughs> bit of mildew kind of like growing a little yeah. bit on the walls. Mm, so we're going to have to. We're going to have to clean that up real good. But I was like, yeah, I'm going to not hang out in this room that much. <laughs> like I just went back to like cleaning up the other side because I was like, yeah, because I lived in, you know, my dad's basement oh, for yeah. a while and got yeah. that's where I got my centipede fear. Yeah. That's where I had like I got sinus infections all the time. Yeah. Can't be good for you. No. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. I didn't think yeah. about that, but I'm with you now. Yeah, I I wouldn't I uh, wouldn't spend a whole lot of time in there. Mm-mm. Yeah, just health wise, you know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Jack is inside the hatch, who's surprised to see another person with Hurley, and Jack's like, "Hurley, who else did you tell?" And Hurley's like, "No one. I swear, dude. It's a big job. I needed help." And he's like, "She's cool. She won't tell anyone." And then Rose says, "Honey, I don't even know what I would say." <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so Claire walks along the beach. And then the messages in the bottle washes up on the Uh-oh. beach. Uh-oh. Yeah, That's not a good sign. That. Yeah, because nobody knows about the raft he's making it back to the island yet. No. So you just might assume they may be dead. Mm-hmm. So Jack, cut back to Jack, who's opening the food pantry to show Rose. They begin to inventory the food that's inside the pantry. And they talk about Bernard. And Hurley says, Bernard, was that your husband? She said, is my husband. And Hurley's like, like, "Uh uh-oh, whoops. (laughs) He's like, oh, but I thought he was in the back of the plane. And then Rose sort of looks at him, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I I didn't mean. She's like, no, 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 it's okay. Don't feel bad. Bernard is fine. I know it. And she's like, you want to get the canned tuna? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like pass it. Pass it to her so she can inventory it. 
And then he sort of opens up to Rose a little bit. He said, everyone's going to hate me, Rose. And she's like, that's plain silly. You're about the only one on this island that everybody loves. Aw, that's Aww, so nice. So nice. Yeah, yeah. But, but also, you fucking haven't been around, Rose. How do you know? <laughs> yeah, where have you the been? How you do you been? know? <laughs> you've, been, uh, you've been gallivanting on the other side of the island, hanging up clothes. That's all you do all day, Rose. Wash dry. Wash dry. It's like, come on. Come on. Go, ha- go hang out with uh, Scott. Scott's dead. Steve? Steve's alive. Steve. Steve's alive. Right. Go hang out with Steve, will you? He's lonely. <laughs> or unless you're saying go hang out with Scott, you know, that's oh, right. not a very pay, nice thing to say. <laughs> pay your uh, pay your uh, respects. No. Oh, I thought you meant like go die. Oh, no. Get I gone. <laughs> I wouldn't say that to Rose. She's too, too no, sweet. She's sweet. Much too sweet. Mm-hmm. Hurley says, well, that'll change. And then Kate scampers in and steals some shampoo. Come on, Kate. Well, the Quit being a you thief. Think you are, Kate. Yeah, you're on this island for a reason, okay? You gotta, you gotta shape up or ship out, Missy. That's what I would say. And just <laughs> chuck this shampoo at her head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, flashback to Hurley working at the chicken Here, restaurant. Here, you can have some some leftover soap chips. Yeah. Use that in your hair. And also some ridges. Ripples? <laughs> Ripples. <laughs> Chips. Um, flashback to Hugo working at the chicken restaurant, which is called Mr. Clucks. Mm. And then Hurley gets pulled into the office by his manager, Uh-oh. Randy. Fucking and Randy. Then he's reprimanded for sitting down on the job and eating eight pieces of chicken, which he was caught on surveillance video doing, which... Hurley didn't even really realize he was doing it when he was hanging out. Yeah. He's like, I didn't eat that much. And he's like, we counted eight pieces of chicken. You want to keep watching the video? And yeah. he's like, oh, okay. Okay. So uh, at the end of that episode, Hurley, after getting getting the you know business given to him by Randy, Hurley says, dude, I quit. And he gets up and he walks out. Out in the parking lot, his friend Johnny, who's very skinny, very skinny guy. Yeah. Do you know who this is? This is DJ Squalls. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. He was. I, I only remember him from the new guy, the movie. Yeah, the me new too. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that in movie theaters. Me too. Whoa. What look a, at this. What a movie to see in the theaters. Yeah. Oh, it was a laugh riot. <laughs> I barely remember it. Uh, oh, man. I've been looking at the transcript and forgetting some of my notes. I had some good notes here, but that's okay. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, his friend Johnny arrives and he says, looks like we got ourselves a day off. He tells Hurley that he also quit after Hurley quit. And so he says, looks like we got ourselves a day off. Who needs money when you got good looks? I like this Johnny guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's He's a good time. Yeah. You need a friend like that who's just going to follow you and just be like, you know what? Let's let's F F off for the day. Yeah, We'll have some fun and we'll figure it out afterwards. Oh, it's the best kind of friend to have. Yeah. You know? Just follow you out and do some fun Until stuff for they a day. Why not? Get you into a drug den. Huh? What? What? What happened? What? What? Hmm? This is not reflective of anything that's happened in my past. Drug den? You ended up in a drug no. den? No. <laughs> <Okay>. Not at all. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> just saying, you know, one of those, they can only, you know, sometimes they can take you too far, far past okay. where you want to go. And then you're uh, like, oh boy. Right. Is this where right. we want to be, friend, in this room? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just remembering your story. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I accidentally walked into a room of people doing cocaine in a party. I'm like, <laughs> you were like, this isn't where I need to be. <laughs> Wrong room, friend. 
<laughs> That's what so, I'm thinking of. Charlie was trying to secretly follow Locke in the jungle, <laughs> and then Locke catches him while mowing down on some fruit. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, is he eating a lemon? Is he just eating a lemon straight up? That's kind of what it looked like. Lemon, kumquat, maybe? Squeaking so much. Yeah, I don't know, but he, he's he's really going to town on it. And Locke says, you can come out now. I saw you back at the rock and then at the mangrove tree. In fact, I walked in a big circle. I'm not sure how you didn't realize it. <laughs> so apparently, Charlie can't track neither. Nope. <laughs> Him and Jack got something in common. Mm-hmm. Charlie asked for some answers about the hatch, saying, I want some sodding answers around here. <laughs> He's very fed up. Yes. And Locke says, okay, well, what do you want to know? And then we cut to Saeed hitting the wall in the bunker with a large piece of metal trying to break through. As And you then do. Jack enters. As you do. You just grab a piece of metal, just start banging just on the wall. wail on the wall. <laughs> oh, my God. I wouldn't sign up for that job. Mm-mm. So Jack enters, and he says, how's it going? Saeed says, it's not. On the other side of the door, there's more concrete. I'd say it's at least eight to ten feet thick. How do you know? <laughs> How do you know about that? How do you that? know? <laughs> yeah. This is educated guess, Saeed. So Jack shows off his cool key magic trick where it lifts towards the wall. He's like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, 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 look at this. Saeed, hey, check hey, this hey, out. Hey, check hey, this hey, out. Hey. He's like, that's a cool trick, Jack, but it's kind of boring. <laughs> Jack, that's the third time you showed me today. <laughs> yeah. Jack, I'm kind of sick of you showing me this magic trick. Yeah, I know, but I thought it's pretty cool. It's the only thing I can do in here. <laughs> it's the only thing to do around here is to perform my magic. <laughs> <laughs> the last time it's not magic. Um, so then they look down to see a grate under their feet. And Saeed says, because they can't go through the wall, perhaps they can go under it. And I was like, wait a minute. Is what? this a hatch within a hatch? Is this becoming hatchception? Oh. <laughs> oh. Hatch, so then we. Hatch jerky? Huh? Hatch at jerky? What the hell are you saying? <laughs> like when you put, you know, something inside of a turkey. <laughs> a tofurkey? <laughs> or, a, or a turducken? Oh, right. Okay. Oh, turducken. <laughs> hatch. there's nothing there there's nothing there there's nothing there I'm very sorry (laughs) feeling very attacked right now (laughs) okay Uh, so we cut back to Sawyer in the prison pit and then Ana Lucia every time you call it something different (laughs) (laughs) I like to mix it up you know I don't know what to call this thing squirrel hole it's a damn hole in the ground with a a grate over it okay (laughs) so Ana Lucia she is taking charge in this scene now, here's a lady who knows how to handle Sawyer. So they yeah. order Sawyer out of the pit. Sawyer I think gets, Sawyer hmm. has met his female equivalent in Anna his Lucia. Match? Yeah. She's she's pretty she's pretty hardcore with Sawyer. She puts yeah. him in his place quick. Yeah, she okay. does. Okay. Yeah. So they pull Sawyer out of the out of the uh ground hole. <laughs> uh and Prison Sawyer says, Howdy pit. boys. <laughs> Thanks for the rescue. And Michael says, everything's cool. We had a talk, and they believe we were on the plane, too. And Sawyer says, swell. I guess we can all sue Oceanic together. So I thought this was like a really quick reveal to reveal that, hey, these people were also on the plane. Yeah. Like, it seemed like they didn't spend enough time really revealing this information. Like, yeah. it was very kind of hand-fisted. Like, here so we go. We talked, we were on the and plane. they were on the plane, and we were on the plane, and that's where we are Everything's now. cool. Thanks, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> In two lines, we got... 
the reveal that they're on the plane. Too. Okay. All right. I got it. I mean, I guess the reveal was when Ana Lucia got thrown into the pit and then they yeah. pulled her out. Yeah. And then she, at least we, we knew realized. she was from the plane. Right. And then we just maybe did that math because she was like friends with them. I don't know. So <laughs> I, didn't, starts... I didn't really. I was like, I know she was, but I don't know about right. these other people. I don't right. know how That's she true. met up with them. So who knows? Yeah. So she stomps on his shoulder, on Sawyer's shoulder, and then she says, shut up. When I tell you to do something, you do it. I say move, you move. I say stop, you stop. I say jump, what do you say? Sawyer says. You first. <laughs> and then she stomps on his shoulder again. <laughs> Youch. Got to put yeah. him in his place, though, you know? Yep. You got to order the order these people around. So uh, the whole group, Rafties and small group of others, uh, they begin to walk together into the jungle. In the Lostpedia, they were calling them the tailies, which I kind of liked because the they're tailies? from like the tail of the plane. Yeah. Oh, the tailies. Yeah. Interesting. Kind of like that. Charlie and Locke. We cut to Charlie and Locke. Locke is still eating his fruit. Boy, he's been munching for a while. You yeah. know? Hopefully he doesn't get Locke jaw. Oh, boy. I was like, where's, where's, this is going somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) This is going somewhere. Nowhere good, I'll tell you that. (laughs) And then Locke tells Charlie about the hatch and the numbers. And Charlie says, it sounds a bit nutty, doesn't it? And Locke says, it is what it is, Charlie, which is one of my favorite phrases ever. It is what it is. It is what it is. (laughs) I say that about everything. Whenever something doesn't make sense or work out in life, hit it with a it is what it is it is what it is you know it is what it is yep god only helps those who help themselves hmm right so charlie Everything says it happens for a reason right charlie says and what happens if we don't push it and Locke says we're not going to find out i'm setting up a system i'm still working on it looks like it's going to be two person shifts every six hours or so case sera sera case sera sera Locke also tells him about the record player that's in the hatch and the food. Mm, sounds mm. like a perfect job for Charlie. Charlie, you want Charlie. some record player time? You got to push some buttons. How about that, pal? Not mm-hmm. a bad deal, huh? Mm-hmm. Taking applications. Yeah. Rose is a front runner, though. She's putting in some volunteer work. You don't, uh, don't need any qualifications. Nope. Can you push uh, buttons? Yes. Okay. Are you right. dyslexic? <laughs> Yeah. That Do you not fall important. asleep on the job? Because we got a guy right now who's falling asleep on the job, and we mm-hmm. can't have that. Can't mm-hmm. have that. Yep. The whole island is at stake. Charlie approaches Hurley on the beach and not happy. You want to do some lines? Yeah, I do. All right. Let me get You want to be Charlie? Yeah, or do you I do. Be Hurley? I want to be Charlie. All right. I'll be Hurley again. So start with, hey, mate, where you been? Hey, mate, where you been? Hey, uh, I've been around. I know, Hurley. You know what? I know about the food. Locke told me everything. Yeah, well, Locke's lying. Oh, yeah? Is he lying about the button we have to push every 108 minutes or the island will explode? It's not going to explode. So Charlie points at Hurley like, okay, I get yeah. this. We're we're being secrets. Right, we're right. We're being secrets. <laughs> right, time. so he says, ah, ah come on. Okay, <laughs> come on. Come on. Then Hurley says, look, Jack put me in charge. Look, I, I don't even want... Is it peanut butter? What? Peanut butter. Nutty, creamy, staple of children everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah. A couple jars. Brilliant. How about you give us one? It's for Claire. No can do, man. You say no to a nursing mother? It's not like that. Oh, it's exactly like that. You know, I never thought this would happen, but it did. You've become one of them. 
One of them? Them. The man. Management. I thought we were friends. You've changed, man. <laughs> he walks off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that scene. Yeah. That was fun. I love it when he says that uh, peanut butter is the staple of children everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Not this child. No, you don't like peanut butter. And you know what? Not my son either because he's uh, allergic to peanuts. Oh, so. that's important. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So after Does that. Does he eat other nut butters? Uh, he eats sun butter. You're a nut butter. You're fucking <laughs> nut butter. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So after that scene between Hurley and Charlie, we flash back to Hurley and his friend at the record store singing, You all, you everybody. everybody. But they're also sort of mixing up the lyrics and they're making fun of the song at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So at the end of it, they say drive shaft, more like suck shaft. That's <laughs> <laughs> not even a good one. Yeah, you know, you drive know, shaft, more like dive shaft. Oh, that's that's better. Yeah. You could have Drive shaft, this. more like drive shat. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, a there's other good ones. One. Yeah. Uh, Hurley and Johnny chat with a pretty lady named Starla. Starla? Starla. <laughs> I don't know why I said it with, a, with, a, with an accent. Starla, who works behind the counter at the record shop. Do you know where and... she's from? No, I don't. She's in um, uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, I got to rewatch that movie. Oh, my God. It's so it's good. Been, I, I watched it like in high school. It's so good. School. And I also really liked the miniseries, the Netflix mm, like special yeah. miniseries. Yeah, I gotta watch that too. Oh my god, I I love to to like reenact Paul Rudd's tantrum that he has. <laughs> Paul Rudd in anything's great. <laughs> so good. There's so many great actors in that. Yeah. So Starla says, "Why aren't you chuckleheads at work?" And Johnny says, "We're currently exploring other opportunities." And then Hurley asks out Starla, and she agrees to go out with him on Saturday. I also love that her name is Starla. Maybe that's what I should change my name to. Yeah, I think that should be a front runner. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one, that's right? That's a good name. Mm-hmm, love it. Ooh, and then yeah. we cut to Saeed and Jack that. crawling through the sub-basement of the hatch. Mm-hmm. So hatch within a hatch. And the then I was thinking, <laughs> what if they found another hatch? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Your head would Triple explode. <laughs> Hatchception. <laughs> so then Jack says, what is all this stuff? And then Saeed says- You can't go says, three levels deep. No one's can't. ever gone three levels deep. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Saeed says, my best guess, there's a geothermal generator behind this wall. That's the power source. Careful with these pipes. They're very hot. <laughs> How would you Saeed. know? Yeah. No, he's just, uh, you know, he's very mechanical- uh, oriented, you know, he knows his way around pipes and electronics. Mm. You know, very smart, very smart. What can't he do? So steamy pipes, clang, clang, clang. Jack opens <laughs> another floor grate above him, and we arrive into a bathroom where he peeps in on Kate taking a shower. Such a creeper, and he just stays he's there. He's smiling. He's smiling like he's ear ear. He's like fucking smiling, and he's just yeah. staying there. I was like, get the fuck out of the bathroom. Jack. Well, she was like done. She like had yeah, a towel on. Yeah, she had a on, towel you know? on her, but still, right. I'd be decent. like, uh, hello. Right. So she comes up to him, and he's like, you um, you took a shower. <laughs> no, he's not like, like that at all. He's like so cool. Oh, he's so cool. Oh, yeah. yeah, he's, he's like, like with so it. cool. Yeah, he's like just leaning with his with his elbow up on the wall, like yeah. just like, kind of like looking down. Yeah, yeah. like so. Yeah, like so. Then he like 
pulls out a cigarette <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Somehow he got a cigarette. So cool. Uh, so she's like, come here often. I had to see if it worked. <laughs> and he's like, how was it? And then she's like picking up her clothes and she's like, uh, pressure sucked. It kind of went cold at one point and it smelled a little like sulfur, but it was a shower. And they have like a little kind of cutesy flirty. And like, she look walks at each by other. and he goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah goes, smell the sulfur. <sighs> <laughs> she's like did you just smell my hair he's like panty pro v i love it <laughs> <laughs> so and then we cut to the rafties walking with the others or the tailies and we meet libby the blonde woman of the group she introduces herself to michael and libby tells michael that there are 23 of the other survivors from the back of the plane 23 and then the large shirtless man talks with Sawyer, and he actually asks if Sawyer's all right. And then they arrive at a place in the jungle. Yeah, the large Lucia. shirtless man, the scary one that's been like, you know, head of their right torture brigade, basically. <laughs> right. He seems like the captain he's, or something. Yeah, he's finally like, hey, you okay? <laughs> yeah, you okay? And he's like, what, you care about me now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and then they arrive at a place in the jungle, which doesn't look like much. And Anna Lucia sort of, she goes through like, what, what is that, grass or like hanging vines or something? Yeah, something And she like does that. a little, she does like a little like rhythmic secret knock on a large metal door. And then it opens and the group walks into an abandoned bunker type lair where we see the Dharma logo on one of the, lo- of the walls. And then the, there's two of them actually. There's one two. on the wall that they pass and then there's one like way in the background. Yeah, branding's very important. Very important. Got to put your Dharma. brand everywhere. That is how you do branding. You just put your logo on you everything. Especially in your secret Coming bunkers. Coming from me, an expert. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Michael says to Libby, I thought you said there was 23 of you. And she says, there were. They and got, then, I bet you they got sick, Pat. You think they got sick? Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe. I'm feeling we did, 23. Didn't we hear some people coughing or something? Maybe. Within this? Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe I'm thinking of the Buffy episode. I don't know. I don't know. So. It's easy to throw these together. Right. Claire and Shannon <laughs> approach Sun, who is gardening. Look at that they... fucking garden. Yeah. It's Look at it, along. Pat. I'm looking at it in Look my at... mind. My mind's eye. <laughs> I can't see it right now, but I can picture it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they give her the messages in the bottle. So basically like saying like Jen might have died just so you know just anyways so you know. back to gardening Bye. son <laughs> that green thumb of yours really turning out good all right okay. bye now yeah they're like we figured you should decide what to do with it yeah i don't know what you want to do with this yeah so we she, cut to hurley she breaks and open the bottle and is like fuck it i'm gonna read this shit i've been out here gardening all day i'm gonna read some people's personal shit right and Jin <laughs> says i never loved her she was <gasps> terrible. <laughs> no. Um, so we cut to Hurley and Locke inside the hatch. Locke is playing with his weapons, as Locke does. He's like in the armory, like messing around with like a sniper rifle or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, lock and load, am I right? <laughs> so boy. Hurley asks why Locke told Charlie about the hatch. And Locke says, because he asked Hugo. And Hurley says, yeah, well, you shouldn't have. You should have listened to me about coming down here, period. Now it's all going to change everything. And then Hurley then goes on to express his frustration about how he's going to have to be the bad guy for saying no to everyone who wants something from this pantry. 
Locke basically tells him that he's had a lot of jobs he didn't like doing, but you just can't quit. And then Hurley says... <laughs> well, he says... Yeah, one of the <laughs> things that Hurley says is, no, you, guess who gets to be the bad guy who has to say no? No, you can't have peanut butter for the cute blonde and her poor island baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And... I like that. And then after uh, Locke says he can't quit, Hurley says, okay then, smash cut to Hurley, man on a mission. <laughs> Hurley goes to his little TNT tree. Well, first I was like, oh... <laughs> I was like, oh, good. Now it's time to rage eat some candy bars. But no. Oh, he yeah. He really levels it up a notch and goes for the fucking dynamite. <laughs> yeah. I would make sure to eat a lot of stuff first. Yeah. Why would yeah, you? You're going to blow it up anyways. Why would you do that? Maybe he's got morals, though. You know? The morals is, you know, hand hand out some shit to people. Hand it out. Right. So Hurley goes to the TNT. He carefully unwraps it. He doesn't. We don't want an art explosion. Wait. You know? Did you say TNT? TN tree, yeah. Do you like that? Okay. I thought <laughs> okay, I just good. made it up myself, but I didn't. No, you heard it. You heard it in your ears. You heard it here first. When I said it. <laughs> <laughs> good job. I liked it. Thank you. I just delayed liked it. Flashback to Hurley and his friend Johnny sneaking around at night stealing lawn gnomes. <laughs> so stupid, but so I love random. it. I was like, oh my God, this is the best. Yeah. It's like, Hurley, you and your morals, but turns out, no more Mr. Nice Guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't uh, know me. Oh, boy. <laughs> hey, we're firing hot tonight. <laughs> uh, I uh, would love to have garden gnomes all over my fucking yeah. garden. We should get some garden gnomes. Bring them back. I, I feel actually like they've do lost have their one. luster. Of course you do. <laughs> well, it's not outside yet. <laughs> no, it's in your house. Where else would a lawn gnome be in your house? <laughs> Only <laughs> because be on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Only because it's going to go on my Amelie table for it my wedding, so I don't tea. want it to get dirty yet. He's Captain Chamomile. He protects my tea. <laughs> Captain Chamomile. <laughs> That's what you call your garden gnome. A little, little Give him flower a name. on his hat. Yeah. Aww. Don't touch Captain Chamomile. <laughs> Okay. I love it. So then they take off in the van and leave Randy, who comes running out of his house, Mr. Cluck's manager. Yes. (laughs) He comes running out, standing in the driveway in his underwear, and the camera pans to the lawn to reveal that the gnomes have been used to spell out the words, Cluck you, (laughs) on the lawn. And then Johnny yells out the window, Cluck you, Randy! (laughs) And Randy falls to his knees and goes, No! No! What else would you do if you were to find all these gnomes uh, arranged in such a blatant attack? I'd be like, oh, yeah, free gnomes. Free gnomes? Yeah, you'd carefully arrange them elsewhere in your house. Yeah. All over your house. All over my One house. on every stair going up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just reminded me of Giles's house. Oh. And the candles. Right. Oh, too soon. Doo-doo-doo. No stair talk, Pat. <laughs> So they drive away in the van together, and then Hugo asks Johnny to promise home, promise him that nothing will change. Obviously, thinking about him winning the lottery might change a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So back in the food pantry within the hatch, Hurley unwraps the dynamite oh, inside no, you didn't. the food pantry very calmly. And then Rose enters and asks what he's doing, and Hurley tells her, uh, it's dynamite tells her the truth (laughs) yeah and rose is like dynamite well what are you doing with it and hurley says i'm sorry but i can't let it happen again 
And yeah, then we also, flashback. Hold yeah. up. Mm-hmm. That food's going to keep people alive. Yeah. Okay? Including right. Hurley. Every little mm-hmm. bit of food helps. Right. That's all I so got to you, say. So you're just very against blowing up the food. I'm very against blowing up the food. Yeah, I am too. I am 100%. How am I going to have my Riddle lock me this, movie Pat. film nights? Riddle me this, Pat. Okay. Uh, we'll if riddle you. there's popcorn kernels in it. <laughs> yes. When it gets blown up by the dynamite, does it become A lot of popcorn. <laughs> I think it does become pop, but it also becomes burned. Yeah, that's so true. So it will pop, Not worth it. but it also burn. Yeah. All right. Okay. You would still eat it, though. I would. Yeah. As Sir Kinder Pop, what's your name? <laughs> Der Kinder Sir Pop. Sir Pop. Pop. Der Der Pop and stuff. Pop and Wait, what is it? It's Der Kinderstad. So I was Der Pop Der Pop yeah. yeah. You would be all all over it. He says, I'm sorry, I can't let it happen again. Flashback to Hurley and Johnny pulling into a gas station, and there's a news crew Mm -hmm. interviewing the sales clerk. And Hurley tells Johnny they shouldn't go there because he says something about the prices. Like, they jack up the prices, man, but Johnny wants to go in anyways. And then we start cross-cutting between the hatch pantry scene and this flashback, and it's sort of intense the way that they build this sequence. So back in the pantry, Rose continues to question Hurley about why he's going to blow it up. And Hurley still doesn't really explain himself, saying, you don't get it. This is going to mess it all up. And then we flash back, Hurley looking at his lotto ticket in the van, which is the winning lotto ticket with the numbers on it. And then Johnny says, dude, somebody won the lottery. And then back in the hatch pantry, Hurley says, let me tell you something, Rose. We were all fine before we had any... And then he pulls the chips off the shelf. Potato chips. But now we got these potato chips and everybody's going to want them. So Steve gets them and Charlie's pissed. And he's not pissed at Steve. He's pissed at me. And then back at the store flashback, the news crew finds out that Hurley is the winner of the lottery ticket who's sitting in the van still. And the store clerk recognizes him and points him out as the one who bought the ticket. And then we start to enter slow-mo lost territory where Johnny stares at Hurley, looking hurt slash surprised, and we get a brief shot of Hurley and Rose, and then we go back to the gas station as we see the action unfolding. We hear Hurley from inside the hatch, continuing his tirade, saying, and I'm going to be in the middle of all of it. And then it's going to be, well, what about us? Why didn't I get any potato chips? Come on, help us out, Hurley. Why did you give Kate the shampoo? And why didn't I get the peanut butter? And then they get really mad and start asking, why does Hugo have everything? Why should he get to decide? And then there's intercutting between the gas station and the storage room. And he says, then they'll all hate me. I don't know what to do. And then Hurley, really, boy, he's he's letting it out. He's pouring his soul out to Rose yeah. here. Yeah, there's obviously a lot of... Uh, a lot of baggage here with winning the lottery. I think we can infer a lot of what's happened to him after winning the lottery. Yes. Well, but also, yeah. okay, his friend is mad at him because he didn't tell him he won the lotto. He right. quit his job sitting on 150 million bucks and right. his friend quit out of he solidarity, but he's going to have to find another job. If Hurley had just right. told him... It would have been fine. Yeah, but I, I think mean, a piece of yeah, me would, would, would be excited. I'd be like, Hurley, bro, we're best buddies. Remember? Mm-hmm. Let's go hang out. 
to <laughs> the lot. mall. Like, let's buy a house yeah. and hang out and live together. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, then it's on his friend who's being a jerk and taking advantage of Hurley. Like, right now, it's on Hurley yeah, it's up for to Hurley. not telling It's up him. to Hurley. Yeah, I know. It's sticky when it gets to money, yeah. isn't it? So, on the island, Hurley approaches Jack with a plan. He says, if you put me in charge, this is what we're doing. And then Jack, surprisingly, agrees with him. He says, okay. And then Hurley says, okay. <laughs> Jack's like, yeah, okay. And Hurley's like, okay. Like, pretty kind of relieved, you yeah. know? And then we get slow-mo montage time. Here we go. This is what I'm talking about. Here you Haven't go. had one couple episodes, you know? Mm-hmm. So he gets to, Hurley gets to Santa Claus his way around the beach. Yeah. He's handing out peanut butter to Charlie. Peanut you know? butter. He's handing out treats to everybody, sweets and treats, and they all love on Hurley, who walks triumphantly through the crowd, and then Charlie comes up hugging him, so happy. And then we cut to Sun, who's digging a hole in the sand and buries the bottle of messages that she got. And then we cut to the others hanging out in Bunker B, the tailies. And an old dude saunters over to Sawyer and Michael and Jin and asks if there's a woman named Rose within their camp. And we find out that this is Bernard. Bernard. The Bernard, okay. Rose's hubby. He's okay, he's alive. Oh. And Michael so tells him that she's okay. She's good, man. And the music is swelling up at this point. Very emotional. And then we cut to Rose. Very emotional. Who's by herself, and she has an Apollo candy bar, which was given to her. And she places it in her pocket. Saving it for Bernard. But also, if you're going to sit with that candy bar in your pocket and the sun, it's going to melt. That's exactly what I wrote down. I said, (laughs) well, Rose, let's not put it in your pocket. What if it gets all melty? Yeah. All right? Let's let's go the yeah, let's Bernard go the sun flat, approach. Melted yeah. candy bar. Let's, let's bury this thing, okay? Let's make a little ground fridge. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the episode. Beautiful. Beautiful. Beautiful episode. Hmm? Yeah, hmm. I was very hmm. happy that Bernard was alive. Yeah, that's so nice. Mm, nice reveal to see that that's Bernard. Yeah. Can't wait for that reunion if it happens. Mm, it'll happen. You think so? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, You want some trivia, or you got anything else to say about this episode? No, I want some trivia. All right. Here comes some trivia. Did you notice anything on the milk carton that Hurley was drinking out of? Nope. Hmm. I don't know if I should tell you this one or not. I'll tell you it because because it's there in the scene. Uh, You can actually see Walt's face on the milk carton. And it, it's like one of those classic missing things. That's crazy. Yeah. But that was in a dream. So. Oh, right. It kind of makes sense too. <laughs> but it was in mm-hmm. a dream and he doesn't know he's missing. Like Hurley doesn't know oh, Walt's missing. Hmm. Well, perhaps it's not a dream and it's the island doing its magic. Interesting. I don't know. When Hurley wins the lottery, the announcer on the TV says, that's right, Mary Jo, because this is the 16th week without a winner. 16. 16. This voice is actually of executive producer Carlton Cuse. Look at that. Look at that. That's fun. Um, This episode actually features, 
features, features, features, features and pages, <laughs> features the shortest flashback scene of all the episodes, only 10 seconds long. So one of the inner cuts oh, yeah. of Hurley's thing. Yeah. So that's interesting. Libby tells Michael that there were 23 of the tailies that survived. Another number, which we talked about earlier. The name of the boss at Mr. Cluck's Chicken Randy. Shack. Randy. Randy Nations. Randy is... Nations? <laughs> Randy Nations. That's his name. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you caught this, but we've met a Randy before. We have. I thought I... Yeah. Yeah. You recognize him? Randy. John Locke's Box Factory, perhaps? Is the same, same guy? Same guy. What? From the old episode in season one called Walkabout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same guy. So there's some connection there. Fuck. What's that? What's that? What's up with that? I don't know. I said, what's up with that? What's up with that? Mm. Uh, fun nicknames in this episode. Sawyer calls Ana Lucia Hot Lips. He also calls her Rambina. Do you know what that's a reference to? No. Rambina. It's like a female version of Rambo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't yeah, I didn't catch that one. That's funny. Johnny calls Hurley Pony Boy and Huggy Bear. <laughs> <laughs> didn't catch those either. Yeah. Pony Huggy Boy Bear. I think is a reference to uh the outsiders or something. And uh Huggy, Huggy Bear is a reference to Dukes of Hazard, I think. Oh. Also, I think it's just a play on his name, Hugo Huggy Bear. And he's big. He's like a big huggable guy. That's true. He is a big Huggy Bear. Uh, huggy Bears remind me of um, those those uh, Huggy Huggy treats. The <laughs> Huggy treats. The little little <laughs> cookie treats that were in shapes of bears. Weren't those called Huggy Bears? Teddy Grams. Teddy Grams, but I think Huggy Bears were the knockout version. <laughs> I remember getting at the dollar store with my friend Joe one time. <laughs> And we fed him to his dog. I never... We're like, Nash, Huggy Bears, Huggy Bears. <laughs> Wait, were they for dogs or were they? Oh, no, they're for humans. But they're sold at the dollar store. They're So they're basically for dogs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I never I never had knockoff Teddy Grahams. Thankfully, my family could afford Teddy Grahams. We <laughs> yeah, couldn't that afford was a Teddy big... Ruxpin, but. <laughs> no, Freddie Prunchkin, Prunchkin. All, the, all the day. <laughs> But uh, no, we used to go to the dollar store all the time. And best thing to get at the dollar store was they sold these uh, paper bags that were printed as surprise for a boy or surprise for a girl. And they were like mystery bags. <laughs> so for a dollar, you get it's a like rolling toy. the dice. You don't know what you'd get. It'd be toys. Sometimes it'd be like little treats in there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes like a bar of soap or something random. <laughs> Tea light candles. You never know what you're going to get. Paper clips, whatever they had like is overflow. Box, uh, life is like a dollar, st- <laughs> dollar <laughs> store, store bag of mystery bag. Nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Did you always get the boy ones or did you switch it up? No, we would switch it up. We'd go back and forth, you know. You never know what What's you're going to get. What's the best thing you ever got out of one? Uh, I think like a little pack of army men plus like uh, uh, like a giant candle that we could use to wax up the curb for our skateboards, you know? <laughs> You're like, oh, this one's heavy. Let's get this. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be. And then we open it in front of the guy and he's like, "Hmm, candle, got him. And we're like, yes, candle. Let's wax the curb. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. All right. Last piece of trivia is Jin is 
Nope. What? Jin is notable in that he is the only major character who was purportedly unable to speak English before arriving on the island. In Hurley's dream sequence in this episode, Jin speaks flawless Amer- flawless? Yeah, flawless American English. Unlike not you. like me, unlike <laughs> me. Can't speak today. Uh, as actor Daniel Day Kim, who plays Jin, grew up in Pennsylvania. In actuality, he was out of practice speaking Korean before he got the role of Jin since he had last used it as a teenager to speak with older relatives. He was coached wow. on set by a dialect coach and co-star Yeonjin Kim, who plays Sun, to speak Korean, as well as someone who had lived there all his life. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Great acting. Did, um, did you, have I told you that he was in um, Avatar? I think you did. Yeah. I yeah. know that for some reason. He actually has a great voice. Like this oh, yeah. rewatch. Um, yeah. When he spoke in English, I was like, hello. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> this this rewatch of Avatar, I knew which character he was. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, man, he's got a great voice. Sure. He has a yeah. really great. I mean, like it's it's hard to tell when he's speaking Korean because I don't understand what he's saying. So it's like yeah. kind of distracting, I guess. But yeah, he has a really nice voice. Nice I'll voice. listen to him do an audio Any book day all of the day. week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So that's the trivia for Lost. So wow. you want to do some uh, new predictions or what do we do first? <laughs> yeah. Well, first, yeah. Uh, we never said that this was our 30th episode. 30th episode. How did we not talk about it off the top? I don't know. So I don't know if you want to just... Nope. Nope. We'll leave it in the end. Okay. Yeah. It's what's called a teaser. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can't believe this is our 30th episode and we did not say anything about it. I know. I know. Well, happy 30th to you. Happy 30th to you, Patrick O'Houlihan. Can you... Can you believe we've made it this long? I... Sammy O'Bulagon. <laughs> what? I don't know. You gave me a silly name. I gave you one back. <laughs> um, I I can because this... You can. It feels like prison no. to do this podcast every week. <laughs> no, I just... I'm surprised at how fast it's gone by. Yeah. It does fly by, huh? When you're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it. Are yeah. you loving it? Are ba, you ba, still... ba, 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 you're loving it. Are you still in? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm still here. Cool. Still doing still doing the damn thing. All you right, know? good. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it's been great. It's All been right. real. And All right, let's talk about favorite moments. Favorite moments. What's your favorite, favorite moment of Buffy? Oh, man. Favorite moment of Buffy. I really like when we first saw Dark Indrestad. I also like when Giles gets upset. About having to handle Cordelia and getting annoyed <laughs> with her. That was a good time. So I really like the janitor. No, janitor? No. No, you like uh, the security the guard. The security guard. Security guard, yeah. I like the security guard a lot. So you like a lot of uh, moments in this episode. Yeah, there's a lot to choose from here. But I'm going to just have to go with the reveal of Dirk Kinderstad. So okay. scary. So scary. He's just a scary creature. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. uh... I'm having a hard time because the reveal he, is pretty good, but I just feel like there are a lot of really fun Giles moments in this episode. Yeah, there are. And I think my favorite one is when he looks at the drawing and it's like, 
is this your work? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. Uh, okay, what's your favorite moment of Lost? Finding Bernard. Oh, of course. I'm trying to be quiet because Dave didn't finish this episode with me. Oh, he doesn't know yet. So he doesn't know. Oh, okay. But yeah, that was a uh, that was a moment. Yeah, I'm so happy about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think my favorite moment in Lost is just hanging out with Rose. Yeah. And just seeing how cool and zen she is. This is who I want to be yeah. in life. I wish I was more cool and zen and go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I want to channel more Rose in my life. Like, okay, you want to blow that up? Cool. Cool. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. You I'm just gonna hang my do, clothes boo. over here. Everything's gonna be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Which episode wins for you? Lost. I'm very surprised that you're not giving it to Buffy. Yeah, I like Dirk Kinderstadt a lot, but um, I still really like, I, 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 man, I'm a sucker for Hurley's story. I yeah. love Hurley and his mom. I mean, that could almost be a top moment too. Yeah, that was a really funny moment. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I gave it to Lost too, but I was just surprised with how much you seem to love Buffy that you're giving it to Lost because this was <laughs> a more a emotional, <laughs> less like adventure episode, yeah. you know? So I'm kind of, yeah. so those are usually I, the Lost ones that you don't really like that much. It's the hospital stuff that brought me down. If it was yeah. Dirk Kinderstad uh, elsewhere yeah. in Sunnydale, like in a cool factory or something. Yeah. Or like, you know, a, or outside the in the rain. Or in a jungle or something. Well, with a it's got to be. He's he he's a child death, so it's got to be some kind of child, like a playground monster or like a, you know. A yeah, school. I mean, I could do less with the child death. I just like the design of Dirk Kinderstad. Okay, you but know? then he wouldn't be Dirk Kinderstad. Right, but. Right. Because <laughs> his name is literally Child Death. <laughs> right, but we could have, you know, Dirt Poppin' stuff or something. You know? <laughs> Dirt Poppin' stuff. <laughs> Where he's just like an incredible dancer. He's just popping and locking. <laughs> Dirt Poppin' stuff fresh. is here. He's like, come on, come dance with me. I'll show you how to dance. I'm Dirt Poppin' stuff. <laughs> he carries Dancing around monster, a beatbox. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be really fun, wouldn't mm-hmm. it? Would be. Yeah. He wears like the thriller leather, you know, red leather. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, new predictions. What do you predict will happen on Buffy? I don't know, man. I'm still kind of shaken by the whole uh, Yana thing dying. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to talk about it less and less. Spike, uh, Spike's going to be impressed that he killed, kill, <laughs> killed John, Yana. I don't know. <laughs> uh spike's gonna be like not bad there angelus good job killing the girl but not the right girl and then he's gonna call him out for being stupid and not like killing buffy in a timely manner and this prediction is pretty great a so i'm just gonna leave no, it at that it's no? not because we've already seen spike's reaction uh, to angel we kill- did yes what did he do did he do exactly that <laughs> Well, yeah, he was like, "You're supposed to kill Buffy, not uh, like that's where leave I got that toys <laughs> for all of her friends." <laughs> right, and remember, right, right. remember, Angel's yeah. like, "I've got it uh-huh. covered," and that's when uh-huh. yeah. Giles comes uh-huh. in and is like, "Right, right, right. Okay, all right. Hmm. hmm. Okay. I don't know. Eventually, we'll get more flashbacks when she, when Buffy was a kid, but we will see no mention of Celia whatsoever again." <laughs> 
There this you is go. All that's, me. that's a that's a solid prediction. <laughs> She's lost to the ether. Lost to the ether. We'll never see more Celia. Okay. What about Dirk? Celia later. Huh? <laughs> Celia later. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thanks. Dirk Kinderstad? No, he's dead. He got his neck cracked. He's lost the ether. He's monster of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not monster of the multiple weeks. No. All right. What's <laughs> did I get out of this? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, cool. What's your prediction? Um, I think the backstory is gonna be Rose or Bernard. I'm not super confident about that prediction. Okay. I think it's just more what I really want. Yeah. Um, because neither of that well, Bernard is brand new, so You want some more of that R and B, am I right? Yes. Rose and Bernard. Yes, I do. I knew. I know yeah. what that meant. Um okay. I just but because neither of them are main characters, I don't know if that's really going to happen. But that's what I yeah. want to happen. So I'm just going to predict that. Okay. Um, and I also think that we're going to find out that the others have been getting sick and dying from mm-hmm. whatever sickness it is. Mm-hmm. So much sickness in these episodes. So much sickness. Yeah. Such a downer. Get up. Come on. Get down with the sickness. <laughs> yeah. That's that. What uh? Yep. What what do you what media do you want to recommend? Oh, I got one or for you. Or disrecommend. I don't know if you've uh, seen this movie before, but hit me with it. Enemy of the state. Enemy of the state. Have Tony Scott movie? movie with Will Smith, Gene Hackman. Yeah, I've definitely seen it. Came out in the late nineties, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Because your lover boy is in this movie. Oh my God, who? Seth Green? Yep. And I had no idea that he was in this movie and it was a wild surprise when he showed up as sort of a tech guy in a van. In a van? In a van, yeah. He like works, he's like a technical like guy for like the CIA, FBI kind of uh, work. I definitely know that I saw this movie. Yeah. And so I... Probably I saw it for Seth Green. Yeah. Like I probably was scrolling through, you know, obsessively looking at his IMDb or whatever and was like, oh, I'm going to go see this movie now. Or maybe not. But yeah, once you said that, I was like, yeah, like it sort of kind of (laughs) became clear in my mind. Small part, kind of forgettable, but it's worth seeing just to see your lover boy in action. Once again as a technical whiz guru. <laughs> yeah. He got kind of typecasted in the 90s. Yeah. Like you you're the you're the geek who knows how to do computer stuff. Yeah. Okay? But then yeah. he was also Scott Evil, so Right. Scotty no. Zippy long stocking. So, Enemy of the State, check it out. It's it's a fun movie, you know? It's uh very taut thriller, There's some funny parts. Yeah. But uh, it's good. Good stuff. Hmm. Fun. Yeah. yeah, we haven't yeah. watched a movie in a while, and I'm other than the shit show of a movie that I not that I disrecommended <laughs> last week, <laughs> the movie that shall the not be named. Shall not be named. I am gonna recommend This Is Us. Um, Dave and mm. I hadn't watched it in a long time. Yeah, it was Amy like on a break, show. and then you know because of like COVID and everything, and then it came mm-hmm. back. Um, and I think we have one episode left that we're then we're going to be caught up. Yeah. Actually, I think one just came out this week, too. So, yeah. Great show. Cast is is great. The acting is great. 
Um, it's great. And it's an emotional roller coaster every episode. Yeah. Which is what keeps me away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you would not be able to handle it, but sometimes I like to feel my feelings. Uh, most people do. Yeah. And... I'm an anomaly in that way. I'm like, let me be. Everything's just That's why you distract yourself with Tom Cruise action <laughs> flicks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Totally. Um, All right. Shall we wrap this up yeah. or you got more to say? Nope. Let's yeah. wrap it up. All right. Let's wrap it up. So... Thanks for joining us for Kicking and Streaming episode 30. Yeah, thanks. Wah, wah, wee, wah, wah episode wah, 30. Wah. Moving into 31 next week. Wow, wow, wow. We're getting so old. What's happening to our life? I have a mid-life crisis on episode 30. <laughs> uh, of course, listen, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Somebody left us another five-star review last week. Thank so happy. You. Thank y'all. God, whoever's thanks, leaving us those, those reviews, love ya. Um, check us out on Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Spread the word to all your friends. Stitcher's got us, you know. Don't forget to rate us and leave us nice reviews. What else, Sammy? Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at KickStreamPod. And tell us, you know, what your favorite moments are, which episode wins for you, um, all that good stuff. And send us emails to KickStreamPod at gmail.com if you want to correct anything we're saying or tell us if people still use morphine today we'd love yeah, to hear please from let you. us know we're <laughs> um, not but if you are spending sending any spoilers just mark you know spoiler with whatever or or lb for leaky bucket um with mm-hmm. whatever show in the subject line so that we can direct appropriately and check yes. out show notes for this and every episode that i painstakingly curate for you Yes. With all of our bizarre references at kickingstreaming.com. Great. And always remember streaming that streaming is better, better with, with friends. friends. Watch over the Kinderstad. He'll come and get you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is a fun episode. <laughs> I think we should just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Yikes. He's in your window. Look now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good week. We'll see you next week. <laughs>